0: Hello everybody and welcome to Weekly Manga Recap. It is November the fifteenth of twenty seventeen. I'm Nick here alongside Chris. How you doing, man? You You're a ghost right now, currently. You
1: can't see it, Nick. I'm doing some pretty crazy dance moves though. Like I'm I'm all over the place.
0: You're like doing cartwheels, uh somersaults, handsprings.
1: Yeah, like I I you know, um, you know that?
0: All without jostling your mic. Exa- uh, exactly.
1: Or... Keeping a consistent even tone despite the fact that I, I'm just like that one dude from the Never Gonna Give You Up video. I like just ran up the wall part way and then like back left <laughs> off of it. It's pretty crazy.
0: Someone's like following you around like with your microphone like on a pole holding it perfectly uh, up to your mouth. It's actually, it's it.
1: actually the guy from the, the never going to give you up video. He's well, yeah, doing he's it with He's the only me. one
0: who can keep up with those moves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: He's my mentor, although I finally surpassed him as the wall, <laughs> as the wall kicky flip off dude.
0: It's nice to know that you've won that official position.
1: <laughs> yes. It was a hard fought battle, but I finally got it.
0: Was there like a, a wall kick flip off off?
1: I mean, in as much as that me and the other dude both did it and I was a little bit faster and better.
0: Yeah. And you, you struck a more enthusiastic victory fist pump after you did it.
1: Yeah. They said normally contestants to that keep their clothes on afterwards, but I was, <laughs> I was really hyped at celebration. So now I, I just, I let it all out.
0: Yeah, they've they've uh reinstated NFL celebrations, so you're not gonna hold back anymore.
1: Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna do hide and seek and uh dog pissing on the football, all the fun stuff, all the classics. (laughs) Who's that other voice I hear, Nick?
0: Oh no, there's disembodied laughter uh joining us today. (laughs) It's a ghost camel. No, that was last month.
1: A- oh, man. According to our overlay though, Osamu's here and actually talking to us, which is pretty, pretty crazy.
0: Oh, I- uh, Osamu, when are you coming back?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that's a border secret. <laughs>
1: and We gotta be coming up on a year of that now, right? Or maybe past
2: the year. Let's see, let's see.
0: I think it was November last year at uh, World Trigger 1 on hiatus.
1: It was right towards the end of the so. year, so I think so. Any day it's, now.
0: Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, it right is, is, uh, our friend on Elise, letterer. Hello, hello! extraordinaire, and, uh, the p- one person we have on who consistently likes Black Clover.
3: Yay, I love Black Clover. I think Clover. like,
0: I think like is a weak word. Uh,
2: I I I love it. I love it. You guys just you don't understand. Sob, sob.
0: we'll we'll
3: we'll
0: we'll get to talking about that. We'll get to talking about that later. Uh, I have some positive things to say this week. I've had a lot of positive things to say about Blackover recently that don't have to do with a certain asshole. So
2: yeah, you know when you guys say positive things, I put them on my calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Today's a special day.
1: Weekly
0: manga recap was right today. Yeah,
2: like.
1: (laughs) My calendar doesn't have a whole lot of notes on it, by the way. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
2: It's <laughs> like, you know, two. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I hate. Hey. I, I appreciate every time, okay?
1: I firmly believe it's something in, like, the cosmic universe the, that wants to make it so any we have Annalise on the show, we have, like, a good chapter full trigger to kind of go along with it.
2: Okay, and let me tell you. A couple of weeks back, you're like, You want to come on the show? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then like the next week I was like, Not with this chapter. <laughs> <And>
3: then, <laughs> like the next chapter that I was do. like
2: I was like, well, this is a good one. This is a good one. You're <laughs>
1: like, I can't come on. Why not? I think of an excuse. Butt exploded. I'll be there next <laughs> week though.
2: <laughs> yeah. It you know, surgeries this weekend it's it's my butt's gonna be fine. Yeah. No, this is-
0: <laughs> oh boy there's some interesting chapters that we have this week. Um, and, uh, including, uh, Nick going from being right about, uh, Gollum Hearts to being wrong about Gollum Hearts again. Uh, did that, did
1: that person tweet you back where it's like, Nick, yes, Nick, you were it's right. Like, about." You Gollum had Hearts no
0: right. way of knowing if he was going to live or not. So you shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, that was, ex-
2: maybe, maybe that's the mangaka. They're like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> <it's> the <mangaka. laughs>
0: Like I'm making all these predictions, and it's like you're wrong about Gollum Hearts. Like, how do you know?
2: <laughs> well, I was gonna have him die, but not anymore.
0: <laughs> Every time I make a prediction about Gollum Hearts, it's like, well shit, I've gotta do the opposite now. It's just Vince McMahon riding in Damn it <laughs> they <are> the guessed.
1: <laughs> Better swerve them all and have Noah lose in ten seconds, and there's a new hero now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll call him No Two <laughs> Oh man, I, I really just want to kind of get into talking about the manga this week, uh, so I think that we're just gonna jump right in. Um, it's the recap portion of the manga recap. Yay! Bo Holy crap! What are we, what are we talking about? Uh, well, we're gonna start off with My Hero Academy. What?
1: Cool. Yeah. Wow!
0: You're enthusiastic. eight. Okay. God, I feel so awkward right now. I've got no one to like make eye contact with. <laughs> um, just talking I, to a couple of ghosts.
1: I could put Oogie Boogie back up on screen if that helps. <laughs> I'll
0: just stare at this minimized Skype window. I guess.
3: <laughs> Watch your
0: icons pop up. I feel like I'm talking to people. I guess.
1: Nick, do you want me to send you a picture of me, and then you can just look at that.
0: Right. Comfortably and intensely.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, I'm staring directly at the screen. Like, it's only his face, but I can tell he's not wearing a shirt underneath that as well. <laughs> That's what's so disturbing.
0: All right. It's presumably the end of this whole arc of My Hero Academia. There is a twist and wrap-up to go through, but it's the end of the fight with the Shie or however the hell you pronounce it. It's a very awkward word to say. Um last time, a couple of weeks ago, Deku punched uh Overhaul really, really hard and sent his mask flying off. And uh we kind of pick up where uh Aizawa was, held prisoner by Kurono, the time stoppy dude with the weird hair, whose hair Wait, stabs that, you. That's down. a
2: dude? I thought that was a girl. Oh, I'm getting bad at this. I think it's a dude, because it, it feels very
1: boys-loving of it, you know? Like, he's...
2: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, chin, I think you're
0: right. Chin he looks very masculine to me. I could... I guess I could definitely see it, because it's a relatively effeminate kind of figure in general, but I think the Corono is a... Uh, I don't know. That could go either way, couldn't it?
2: I, hmm. I think you guys are right. I think... I mean, it looks like really flat chest...
0: Just... I wouldn't be shocked, is all I'm saying.
2: Mm.
0: But I think that it's supposed to be a guy. I think you're right. We're just gonna like get to the next chapter and it just opens up with Corona in a bikini. <laughs> oh, guess that <I> was wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, hey,
2: you know okay. what? Hey, could still be a guy, just in a bikini.
0: <laughs> no judging. <laughs> hey look,
1: I was all for that episode of Pokemon where James got <laughs> fake pressed in place to yeah. enter a bikini I... contest. <laughs> was Was there a like a pokemon related prize at the end of that that he competed, or did he just compete in that contest for shits and giggles at the piss off misty <laughs> like I'm trying to think was there an actual strategic advantage to team rocket entering that contest, or was it just pettiness
2: <laughs> i I sure hope it was pettiness <laughs> I mean, it would fit their
1: m o I, I, team rocket have done worse for less, but
0: <laughs> that's true. They've had to also just do some shit jobs before. I think that in the first Pokemon League, they basically stayed out of uh action for a good chunk of it because they had to make money. So they were just, you know, like the hot dog vendors at the stadium.
1: It's always the saddest when they get their shit together and they seem to actually have like... A job they kind of like and are good at, and then like Pikachu has to walk by, and like a crack addict, they just back like, to the life of crime. They're just like, I have to this fix. We we got to be good. We don't need this anymore. It's like, no, <laughs> Ash, stop enabling them.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's anyway. Back over <laughs> number one hundred fifty nine. It's oh. over. Uh so Corono's got Aizawa held captive, uh having hit him with the hour hand, uh meaning that he is out of action for quite a bit, but uh uh Corona realizes that uh Chisaki, whom they call Kai, indicating great familiarity, a surprising amount actually, um, is uh kind of taking too long in this fight and uh he is worried about him. Uh, so he's like, okay, well, in that case, uh, we sh- I have to make sure that, you know, I get away, we've got the product and serum still, and, uh, I'm just gonna stab this this guy. And, uh, takes that knife and prepares to just frickin' stab Izawa through the back of the heart.
2: You, you know, I, I- I've gotta say, it's kinda nice sometimes seeing bad guys use normal weapons in this mm-hmm. series. Because I'm so used to like, oh, I'm gonna make you explode or something. Like, oh no, he's just gonna stab him with a knife. Like, oh, it's terrible. Don't hurt Isawa, but oh yeah, they <laughs> got I, real weapons too.
0: I I don't know why he throws away the the scabbard immediately after drawing it. Like, I can't hold on to two to two things <laughs> and stab in the same time.
2: Maybe he needs to, you know, like get both hands and I don't know because he's clearly only using one hand there, but.
1: He needs his other hand free for balance. He's a very, he's a very waifish kind of person. So, you know, he needs that. For
2: action poses and balance. Exactly. Look how cool that pose is, you know? (laughs) I look
3: awesome.
0: There was, so like, that four times he asked. is that he's going to kill Aizawa, but he freeze frames in order to look cooler.
1: Yeah, so there were, like, four to- different times he actually would have just killed Aizawa, but he kept pulling back because the angle wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> cool enough.
2: He has his phone set up, like, okay, ready. Three second timer, okay. Oh, shit. Right. Do it again.
1: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to stab my fucking phone and make that go time slow if I need to. God damn it. I'm going to get this shot.
0: <clears throat> so... Fortunately, at the last moment, uh, Sun Eater appears uh and uh extends a frickin' swordfish nose through Corona's wrist in order to stop the stabbing motion. Has a very long swordfish nose. And, uh, also, ow! It,
2: I, I'm so happy he, he's finally using the swordfish, because he ate it, like, what, two volumes ago? Go. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, did they, was that just, like, a, you know, a red herring, or... I was so... That's, like, my favorite part of this chapter. Oh, the swordfish! Yes!
0: Good job, Fat Gum.
1: (laughs) I am stunned. This is not technically, I guess, a My Hero Academia comment, but I'm still stunned that we have yet to have a swordfish swordsman, fishman in one piece. Like, I keep waiting for it to happen, and it just hasn't yet, and it baffles me.
0: No, we got through that whole fishman island thing and still didn't get one, so...
1: It, it's it's right right there on the table like i just don't know we haven't done it yet i i don't i don't get it
2: okay so so this is only kind of related but horikoshi's uh one of his previous works um uh was it o- Omegadoki zoo had a narwhal like an anthropomorphic narwhal who used his horn as a sword so huh. it's almost like a swordfish swordsman it was very cool please please love that series it's very good <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a rabbit in that
0: series.
3: There's a rabbit in that series. Uh,
0: okay. So Sun Eater has saved the day. Um, mm. they make a note. Uh, hey, we know what your quirks requirements are to Chrono, so make sure you keep moving around, or else we're gonna freaking shoot you. Fair enough. Uh, Sue so comes hopping by. Uh, to deliver a report and uh, asks Sun Eater to come with her. Uh, we cut up to the surface where Deku suplexes, uh, Chisaki, throws him into the ground, and he's got that super dazed glazed eyes expression where like you can't see his pupils because he just got KTFO'd. Uh, Deku's like, yeah, alright, good job, are you okay, Eri? Oh shit! because Ares' quirk suddenly goes into overdrive and starts to outpace Deku's full cloak. Uh, and so Deku collapses because she is, um, healing him too much or reverted, reversing him too much. I should say, um, we get kind of one last little bit of a flashback from Chisaki's perspective, uh, recalling some of the last things that, you know, the boss, some of the things that the boss had said to him, you know, scolding him for getting into fights. Um But also with the note of, hey, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be fighting citizens. But, you know, thank you for protecting our honor. Indicating that there was at least some small part of the boss that was grateful for Chusaki's attitude at a certain point in all of this.
1: I think this is supposed to be kind of where we're meant to really get what the relationship, at least from Chisaki's point of view, was on this. Mm-hmm. Um, That he's had this kind of weird gangster loyalty to his boss, and all the kind of shots we'd seen recently would not suggest they ever shared a moment. Like, it almost always seemed like the boss was, like, yelling at him or something. Uh But obviously, this is kind of that scene that's like, here's kind of what their relationship was boiled down just to Chisaki. Uh, Chisaki. You know, he was... That being thanked for protecting their honor and it was, it was sort of the tradition that he needed to do and uphold. um which I guess is a nice kind of note to end Shisaki off on. I still don't think he, well, I, actually, you know what, ba- based on the end of the chapter, he may not be done yet, I guess, so who knows. We'll see. <laughs> uh,
0: Jisaki's, uh, transform, transformation combination thing, uh, fades away. Uh he reverts back to normal. At that moment, Raka comes in and is like, I'm helping! and uh Guys, I'm a huge... I'm part of the Big Green Team Man group!
1: <laughs> Guys! <laughs> I used my bugs to figure out that <laughs> <to laughs> Obito's using t- teleportation space-time powers! I'm helping!
0: <laughs> At right. least she gets to do more than she was doing up until this point. But... That's, that's her big moment is, uh, just the yeah. taking down Chisaki after he's pretty much already unconscious and, uh, kind of putting him in the, you know, sort of arresting takedown pose.
1: She's like the person who like pins a dude after someone else just gave him like four finishers and she just slides in. She's like, got it. We did it guys. <laughs> Aww.
0: Just crawls over and puts the one hand across. Uh.
1: I mean. <laughs> He looks unconscious when she, like, does it. So it's just, like, I like she seems so dramatic. Like, she's like, J- just in the nick of time. It's like, but it, I don't... I think he was out. <laughs> like, I think you're okay.
0: All the heroes come up through the hole. Uh, Uraka says something is wrong. Which is pretty obvious considering all the energy that is freaking blasting off of Deku and Eri. Um, and, uh, you you can see that Eri is very distressed right now. Uh, and she can't stop herself. Uh, she, there's even a whole bunch, a couple of, uh, iterations of her saying, gotta stop. She's, he's going to die. Um, and she's crying while she, while she does it, but she can't do anything. So, uh, so you realizes that Aizawa is starting to come around finally, and she tilts his head up, and he's finally able to get his eye open, and, uh, cancel Ares' power. And she Smart collapses. Move. much
3: so,
0: so yes, cancel the power taker thing, yes. See, there's a difference between them. Look, see, there, difference happened right there
1: i I like the way it worked, too, you know um uh, I like that Ari had been given like what three dramatic hero speeches going into this, uh, and it wasn't just another one that got her out of it. It was actively like all right she's she's lost control. But I can neutralize her power and, you know, put an end to this. I, I like that it didn't just go along the same way of like, no, little girls, capes, it's heroes, safety, come on! Capes are for wrapping up girls in distress! Yeah, cape! He just keeps hurling capes at her.
2: Good <laughs> times a charm, right? I mean, come on.
1: But I can't control my power! <laughs> Take another cape! Sounds like you need
2: more capes! I'm suffocating! Please stop! You know, it'll help that out. On, our capes. Look, look, she's not going out of control. I think she's passed out. <laughs>
0: just dumps out a hamper full of capes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: we get one final little uh, image of Deku kind of holding on to Aerie while they're basically both unconscious, which is, which is kind of sweet. And then a bunch of wrap up images, I guess you could say, a uh, little kind of catch up stuff. All of the different members of the bullets being hauled in. There's a, an image of, you know, fat gum, uh, you know, pointing out, Hey, help, help my sidekick, please. Cause
1: he looks, hurt. he looks so worried.
0: And, uh, also the, uh, the, the boss gets discovered by the police, the, the original boss. Um, and then, you know, ambulances show up and take all, all the injured people away. It's like, okay, yeah, uh, and, um, you just, you, you just hold on to your arm with your spare hand, will you, Naina? Yeah, here you go. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Oh, he
1: still has that fucking rock through the chest, too.
0: Yeah. He alive? <laughs> he's, he's oh. not dead. Amazingly. No. <laughs> he, for a guy that's got a freaking spire of granite through his everything (laughs) he can speak remarkably well
3: how is he speaking (laughs) Jesus
0: like I feel as though that emergency worker right there should be like do not try and speak (laughs) you need all of this air
2: he would have survived but he had to give a speech to a student
0: no this is really important you, Sir, you were able to to twist the future. Just spits out about a liter of blood onto Deku.
1: He's like, I could have waited till Monday for that one. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> so I have a lot to tell you, young boy. He's dead. I don't. <laughs>
0: we, we should have co- but pulled his the cover eyes are all... open. Yeah, your eyes don't automatically close when you die. <laughs> we
1: in our in fairness, we should have pulled the cover up the entire way. I got. <laughs> you know, it's Fridays for us too. Honestly, <laughs> honestly,
0: like, we should have, like, covered this up even if you were perfectly healthy. I mean, this is gruesome as shit. Missing I mean, yeah. a limb, blood everywhere.
3: There's
1: a little girl right there, too. I just, I just don't care about
0: this She's job fine. anymore. <laughs> uh, and Deku, you know, gives this quick answer to, well, it's not, it's not quick. It's kind of long, honestly, (laughs) given Night Eye's condition. Because he's like, oh, my is still alive, you know, and and he thinks he's got no right to face you, but you two will meet again. I know it, so you've got to pull through this. (sighs) I'm
2: sorry, he's dead, son.
0: (laughs) But I said that (laughs) he should pull through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, hey, is your
1: quirk the power to fucking make your goddamn dreams come true? No, no, I guess he's (laughs) fucking dead then.
0: (laughs) just one sassy (laughs) dickish freaking emergency (laughs) worker
2: (laughs) this quirk assholeness I'm sorry
0: we bring you along just to push the carts around freaking blow people up under the gurneys and you always have to open your big fat dick mouth
2: I can't stop my quirk guys (laughs) it's not my fault I was born with the
1: innate ability to rub everybody the wrong way
2: Usually on the night shift, so you know, people don't have to deal with me, but you yeah. uh,
0: know. So um yeah. Meteor uh gets gets told that yeah, you did it. You twisted the future, and um there is uh, also people I like, gather around uh, Kirishima's stretcher. Yeah, Fat gum looks so distressed. So, sorry, yeah, that's the Panama. where I meant
1: he looks so worried right there. It's just like that face of him like, oh.
0: I think I, Kirishima is supposed to be awake in this shot, but I can't tell.
2: I, I think he is.
1: It,
0: it looks, looks like he's smiling It me.
1: looks like, yeah, he might be maybe like trying to say something to Suyu at that point or something. It looks like he's maybe looking in her direction.
0: Either that or he's just, he's just one of those guys who just sleeps with his mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, compared to Night Eye, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, they, we get some narration that say, that says, this was about to save one little girl. Rescue complete. They did it. They Yay! saved Mary. Yay. Deku defied the future and uh, saved the day. And, and everything is happy now time to get ominous so the uh there is apparently like a single police van i think or maybe there's another one behind it uh taking a overhaul away and along with like them saying it's like oh we confiscate their belongings including the bullets in question and there were also some capsules not in the report oh hey what's that weird truck up there with it with the back of its with its back doors opening up and it's Shigaraki and company. Uh, we should probably slow down and try to
1: let them know that their doors are wide open. Their
0: cargo <laughs> can go loose. Let's just pull up alongside them and roll our windows down and, you know.
2: <laughs> we are the good guys.
0: <laughs> I like how frickin' there's no reason for him to be doing this. But Shigaraki is sitting on top of the truck, Indian style, with his hands clasped together. he's like He's like, in shogi. Hang on, let me do this And Shogi, you
3: just gotta capture the enemy's king, right?
2: How? What What did you say? What What did you say? What? This is a high-speed vehicle and you yeah. got hands on your face! capture the enemy's king, Yeah, okay man, cool. I'd like to
1: think that Shigaraki just, uh, like, is up there, like, spouting out cool phrases to himself and no one else could hear him. <laughs> but he just thinks everyone's in awe of how awesome all of his quotes are. He's like, "You know, you say it's Shogi. Just have to capture enemy's King." Dobby's like, "I can't. I don't know what he, he's been like this for three hours." <laughs> I also
2: love that it. Dobby
0: talking shit to him. is like, "No, that's it's not that simple." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I want to see it hit like a pothole and he goes like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh, and he has to climb back up and, you know, compose himself and, you know, everybody else is just like, just, just get in the fucking, just get in the fucking truck, man. That's why we have seatbelts. Jesus
3: Christ. Who's driving?
1: In Shogi, you just have to capture the enemy's king. Low, low ceiling tunnel. Boom, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, striving. I'm trying to think. Because Twice and Toga are, aren't are there. Oh, uh, Portalhead Dude? No, he's in the front. Oh, no, yes, right, 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 right. That Portal Head Dude. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't know why I thought that you were talking about Mr. Compress. I guess it would have to be him, wouldn't it?
2: Well, it's supposed to be Shigaraki, but no. He's like, it's a straight road, whatever, you know? <laughs> She's like, that's what Auto, that's auto Cruises is
1: for. <laughs> I guess the Doc could be that one lizard dude. I think he was also still around.
3: Uh,
0: yeah, I got, I, I, I think that you're right. I just remember him, didn't, well, didn't he get captured? Or I did know he
1: fought, not- but I don't know if he got, like, captured, but, I don't
0: know. <laughs> he has a hand on the wheel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh that's good. It's just lift hand
0: there. It's like it's doing everything thing style. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah, uh, a happy ending with a sudden twist. Uh I dig it. Uh I like the sun little uh kind of Xanatos element where you know you're just like, okay, sure, we'll help you. Not and just bided his time until fucking overhaul fucked everything up, and I was like, "All right, just gonna reap the rewards of all your work."
2: I so. had my fingers crossed behind my back. Bet <laughs> you didn't see that coming.
0: <laughs> it's like, is it all
1: pan-based puns to you now? Is that <laughs> is that what you're all about? Yeah,
2: <laughs> just, oh, man, he's
0: also, there talking shit to him. Ah. <laughs> uh- I- I'm lucky I honestly think it's incredibly appropriate for Shigaraki given his background and, you know, his youth to think that all this stuff that he's doing is cool and badass, but really it's just lame. <laughs> it's gonna be so dark and
1: edgy and cool. He's essentially like the real life uh Kylo Ren Twitter account. <laughs> uh I you know, so this is a cool twist at the end of it. I I, I dig that. Um I especially like that we're seeing Dobby again. It's been a while. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. Uh, this is sort of, I guess, the, the end of that whole, um, uh, what was the, what was the name of the group? Uh, Hasakai? Hasakai. Hasakai arc, I guess you'd call it. And I think by and large, I enjoyed it a good deal, but there definitely were a couple issues with it just in stuff that like was kind of presented to us that really didn't feel like it had that crazy of a satisfying conclusion. Like I still don't really get what the big deal about the Toga twice stuff was. Like, it feels like there was a lot of build-up to, like, yo, you're gonna have to work under me. No, I'm not gonna work under you. Alright, I guess we'll make a temporary alliance. Then it was just, like, Toga and twice were there for, like, a chapter, and then they betrayed
0: them, like, the next one. It was, like...
2: Yeah, yeah, they seemed underutilized, or utilized strangely.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that it just was their influence that led to the villain alliance being able to capitalize on all of this. You know, they... Dug out the tunnel and, uh, allowed Chisaki to end up getting defeated as a result of that. Um, got the heroes, you know, reinforcements in so that everything would be screwed up. But, and of, of course they also interfered with, uh, uh, Mimic. Hmm. But it was really just kind of like, Sabotage, 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 without really contributing anything in yeah. order to. It's,
1: it's that it's yeah. that thing that kind of just makes Chisaki look like an idiot, where he was just like, "All right, let's have this unholy alliance, this this deadly alliance," and then it's just like him being like, "So you guys gonna do anything today? Nah, we're we're gonna do something tomorrow, though, definitely."
0: Definitely, there's like hanging out, eating all of his snacks, playing playing <laughs> games on his TV.
1: He's like, "Well, you know." <laughs> When you're, when you're in a
0: partnership, you gotta make compromises. Do, 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 do. He just keeps on bringing out new nachos for them whenever
3: they get really upset with him. <laughs>
1: uh, but the other thing that was really kind of a disappointing thing was that that entire, um, Ryoga group just didn't amount to much of anything. Their biggest contribution yeah. was essentially to be a set piece tra- a transition from underground to above ground, which is like, you know, the gum gum storm thing in the end of the alabaster arc with the crocodile. It basically yeah, served that same purpose, of just being like, "Let's, you know, end this fight in the air." Essentially,
0: literally all of the female characters that were involved in this, aside from Eri, the one they were trying to save, didn't get to do a whole lot because they were just yep. like, "No, oh, our fight scene is going to kind of go mostly unseen up here." Which, we're just going to do it, like w- half a chapter to show you how we beat him.
1: And maybe that wouldn't have like struck me as so odd if it weren't for the fact that we clearly got establish stuff for other characters like we got the Sun Eater fight that took several chapters in Backstory. we got a Kirishima fight that was incredibly extensive it wasn't like a level of like you know hey we only got a fight for Zoro and fucking Luffy in this arc so you guys just don't have one it's like clearly there was time spent giving side characters a focus but I don't know if it was just she couldn't think of anything for them to do or what but it, it did feel like a waste to have those guys show up you know, Ororaku is supposed to be the main female character, Suyu is a huge popular character, and <clears throat> the other member of the big three. And, you know, they essentially amounted to a bunch of like, quick shots and the transition, that was
3: it. Yeah.
0: Maybe, um the result from this is going to be like, uh, with, uh, m- Night Eyes, uh, group and, uh, Fat Gums, uh, Psychics having taken a bit of a hit. Maybe, uh, Ryukyu's group will get some more stuff to do, uh, in the future, but I guess we'll just have to see.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm I'm not angry at the stuff we did get. I thought all the stuff we did get was really satisfying. I just, I, I'm at that point where I'm like, do I have to keep waiting for Raka to get, like, a cool moment or something like that? Or is it just not happening? Like, has she really had that one moment in the tournament and it's just like, eh, she's done now?
2: That's all you guys want, right? I mean, she's established now, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's hot. She's
1: hot shit, as they as they say in the business.
0: Is that what they say in the business?
1: Uh, the only business I care about. Okay. The poop's not good business. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You gotta watch out for hot shit. It's very difficult to scoop.
2: Ew.
0: I can see that, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Doesn't, you know, kind of like solidify as much. Yeah. Anyway, food wars. Uh now that we've talked about shit, let's talk about food. <laughs> now
1: that I've warmed up your appetites, uh... someone's like, I was eating brief stroganoff, but not anymore. Slack.
0: <laughs> Alright, it's Fufu Shokiyaki no Soma, chapter two hundred and thirty nine, her fighting style. Last time Momo presented her apple rose tart basket thing, which was weird weird to look at, like that did not look edible, but apparently it was delicious. Uh and now we get to see some stuff from Megumi. Uh, continuing her whole, apparently she's a boxer now.
1: Thing. I fucking love this.
2: Oh, I so dig this. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: Megami presents her dish, and everyone is waiting with bated breath because, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, Momo designed such an incredible <coughs> thing—you know, flower designs with the dessert dish. But you know, what is what is Megami going to put forward that's going to compete against that? Doriaki pancakes. It's a nice looking dorayaki pancake.
1: What, what's yeah. like the, uh, equivalent for that over here? Cause I don't have much context for dorayaki pancake.
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, sorry.
0: It, well, it's like two pancakes with stuff in the middle.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I get um, it now. Yeah. I got the context now. All right.
0: <laughs> well, I guess you could call it like something like a turnover in a way. Uh, you know, like a pastry that's got a fruit filling.
2: Yeah. But, it's you know. Out outside. Delicious inside.
0: But I love how, you know, like they put that for and everyone just kind of looks over Megami and she's just always like this plain looking girl trembling as she like pours tea and they're like, yep, I guess that, that's Megami, alright. <laughs>
1: I'm like, no, have none of you been watching? She's a boxer with apples for fists.
0: <laughs> but, uh you know, the judges dig in. They're like, oh, hey, you know, it's got this white bean paste filling and there are diced chunks of apple inside of it. So there you go. Um, the white-haired judge uh is like, but, you know, I can tell that the earlier apple tart was superior in both visual appeal and fragrance, but uh Histoire... Is actually quite taken with it. He's like, "Oh, I was like, oh, there's this wonderful, rich history behind all of this, and this, and this particular way of forming it didn't, didn't come until like the last century." And he takes a big bite of it, and the other judges just kind of watch him for a second. And he has a even for for Soma. This is kind of a weird reaction because, like, yeah, okay, shows him. Oh, his clothes explode off, but. But his head jerks as well when it happens, and I think that this, combined with the explanation that we get later, is like I think that this is going to go on a tick. Like I think that's going to be like, okay, we need two more, two more mm-hmm. in order to match, in order to exceed the the prediction here, and we've got two more dishes after this, so it might happen. Um, yeah, so there. They're like, what the hell is with that reaction? And the the other two start to dig in. And it is described as sweet deliciousness, ripples from the mouth straight up to the brain, a super heavyweight punch of moist, rich goodness. It seems as though it's like a summoning chant in Yu-Gi-Oh! or something (laughs) like that. Like, you know, the gourmet-themed duelist is, is like, and now behold, a super heavyweight punch of moist, rich goodness. Chef puncher, or some shit like that.
2: Well, when you say a just rich, moist goodness, it could be so many things that aren't food.
0: Yeah. But if it's a super heavyweight punch of it, then it may, it puts you back in the mindset of food, though.
2: Does
1: it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Nick's like, let me keep my innocence, damn
2: it.
0: <laughs> what kind of thing are you into if you that makes you think of anything sexual?
2: I work on porn more often than you'd think.
3: <laughs> boxing porn?
2: <laughs> oh, you know, there's always the dildo slap and stuff.
0: <laughs> is God. there a boxing glove at the other
2: end of the dildo?
0: <laughs>
2: or is wow. the dildo
0: at the end of a boxing glove?
1: <laughs> Nick, you obviously have not spent much time on Pornhub. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll I go. just go with it being Food. <laughs>
0: It gives a whole new definition to fisting. Okay. (laughs) So Historix points out that the biggest secret to that flavor is right here, brushed on the other underside of the pastry crust: apple butter. Have you ever had apple butter?
1: I've heard of it. I've never actually. I don't know if I've had it. It's different.
0: It's uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like. What kind of different? Like. Well, it's like. You you try it and it's like this should be like jelly, but it's not. It's too smooth. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not. It's kind of it's tasty and different, but it's not one of those things that I think that you should have like all the time kind of thing. It's not something that is easy to kind of adapt to.
3: Oh,
1: but like it's like antibiotics. Like I shouldn't take too much apple butter. <laughs> I get used to it.
0: No, just like <laughs> the super it, virus gets us. I really don't <laughs> think that. It's something that you could get used to having all the time, you know. It's it's not peanut butter kind kind of thing where it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, whatever. It's it's really stands out when you try it. So.
1: Get la di Nick, over there talking about really flaunting how much it's he gets. That he, he gets in Joker, so you know, he gets Soma so much he had before. This kind of weird, okay? <laughs> really bragging about how much peanut butter he gets. Mr. To have. Honey Mustard, yeah. uh, <laughs> Honey Mustard is very cheap, and I often just get free packages from Wendy's.
3: Oh yeah,
0: that that's that thing about <laughs> this is the one exotic thing in Soma that I, that I understand. Okay,
3: <laughs> let me have
0: this. Go for it. Um, but Histor says that making apple butter is actually a really complicated process, because you have to combine two very weird things together, and the timing is awkward to master. And, uh, Megami explains that she used Montereau... I don't speak French. French French. Montereau...
1: Hold on, let's do it like Ben said. (laughs) Montereau... Stupid Mackin
0: <laughs> Which is a technique for finishing sauces common in French cooking. And uh, it's specifically a technique that Shinomiya took the time to teach her. Um, and uh, obvi- she went through, you know, like some uh, quite a bit of stress, it seems, mastering it. Uh, it took her a while to get the hang of it from this brief little montage that we <laughs> see. Um, and she gets scolded a whole lot. Eventually gets depressed. And then fires up like, ah, oh, show me again! <laughs> um, and Shinomiya thinks to himself while he's teaching her and observing her, I've taught more than one person in my time, and to be frank, you're the slowest of all of them by a long shot. You're slow, but that doesn't mean that you're stupid. And he remembers all the way back to the Shokugeki that they had, where she impressed him with her, like, seven-vegetable thing. And, uh, it's a nice note. It's like, hey, yeah, look, look, yeah, this relationship that was founded 200 chapters ago. Look, it all ties together with a thing that happened that 200 chapters ago. Awesome.
1: I love the, uh, I love the sentiment here. I I just, I love that thing of him teaching her and be like, you're just, you're slow, you know, you're, you're a slug. Come on. And she just doesn't give up. And he, you know, keeps watching. He's like, you know, I've taught a lot of students and, you know, none of them have ever been as slow as you, but, that doesn't mean you're dumb. You're not incapable of doing this. You you absolutely have the potential. Like I I just like that the way he kind of phrases it and puts it out there. Just like you're slow, but that doesn't mean you're stupid. Like it it kind of sounds like a like a, a backhanded insult or compliment in a way. But I just I, I like that idea of him saying like you know it's not your capability that that has held you back in any reason, Megami. You know you're you're no. absolutely just as capable as everyone else.
0: I mean, that's been her thing from the very beginning was, you know, she was this almost complete failure of a student, but then it turned out she just needed a little bit of help to show that she had all this tremendous potential from the very beginning. So,
1: Shinomiya has been a great mentor to her. I really like that relationship.
0: And I, this is one of the reasons that I like Mega Me so much is because, you know, there, there's this, you know, thing that we're getting, uh, revealed presumably in the near future where Sensei Man has put together this entire generation of gems of hidden diamonds. And there's all of these different, uh, people who have, are just freaking geniuses, uh, pro, uh, what's Prodigies. The, uh, um, you know, you've got Arina and Soma and Alice, Kurakiba Hayama, just to name a few of them. And Megami is completely different in the way that she approaches things. And it's nice to have that little indicator that just because you don't catch on to things right away it doesn't mean that you're any less capable than anyone else. It just means that you need a little bit of different teaching. It's, it's surprisingly Good sentiment, good and rare sentiment for a school based series, which it's kind of easy to forget that Shokeginosoma is
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: um,
0: to have. Like that, yay, there are all different types of students in the world and some of them need a little bit of extra teaching. It doesn't mean that they're actually stupid though.
2: Yeah, it's really nice to see.
0: Um so the light haired judge uh who had been doubtful of Megami before uh, says, oh, with her shy and bashful demeanor, you would never expect her to make this power <coughs> knock a punch of a dish that slams you straight in the heart. <laughs> and we get this little visualization of boxer uh, Megami with Shinomia in her corner, and uh, he like slaps her in the back, the bell rings, and she holds up her boxing gloves, which are apples. <laughs> And she punches the white hair judge in the fucking face. It is
1: fucking glorious. <laughs>
0: Which causes a cuckoo bird and an apple to go spinning around his head.
3: <laughs> what a visual. <laughs>
2: I And, I, like, my favorite part of this picture, for whatever reason, is you can see how much the apple mitt has, like compressed. (laughs) You can see how hard she's hitting him in the face for some reason that just tickles me it's such a good panel it's so good
1: i like that part's great and i love that you know when you see the shot it's from her from behind doing it but then the like reaction shot we see of her is her so happy like she <laughs> i like to think she has that like just innocent like happy relieved smile as she's fucking sucking his too
3: <laughs> he's having a concussion <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be able to recognize his children when he wakes up.
2: (laughs) Good job. Good job, my student. (laughs) He's going to donate his brain to science when he dies. (laughs) You fucked him up good. Just as
1: I taught
0: you. (laughs) Oh, God. That is an awesome visual. That's one of those things that, you know, I want to, like, put away in my folder of things from Shoki Eki-Nosoma to confuse people who have never heard of it.
2: (laughs) It must be a pretty
0: uh, big folder. I haven't started making it yet, but it will be, I'm sure.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the judges are impressed, but the light-haired judge, after a bit, says, you know, I thought that, yeah, that a uh, Akane Gakubo would just completely blow this girl out of the water. This is actually really impressive. But that previous dish had a superb fragrance, was elegantly refined, I feel like this one is falling just a step short, and of course all the resistance members are panicking. Uh, but then, uh, is it Ume? Un? An? Un? Ume? Ume? Something very short and kind of awkward to remember. Uh, the female judge, uh, she catches a glance of Megami who still has determined boxer look in her eyes, and she realizes that she has not given up yet. Then is there something else still hidden within her dish? Wait, this is.
2: And Megumi Me picks up her other fist, and is like, you ready? <laughs> "You ready for this? You ready
0: for this?" Megumi Me pu- pu- pulls out the Dempsey roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, if I'm correct, it looks like she bit directly into the center of the uh, of the pancake. So presumably that that's the the uh last special ingredient inside of Megami's dish that will get revealed next chapter.
3: Uh,
2: this is a good chapter. And I gotta say, I think uh Megami's dish looks way better than Momo's. Like Momo's is pretty but like if I see it, I don't think, oh I want to eat that. But I see Doriaki and I'm like, yeah, I want to eat that.
0: I mean it looks like, you know, one of those kind of things like, yeah, I wouldn't think you'd like go somewhere and order that for breakfast. Hell yeah. Whereas the one with Moe is just like, Are that actually like going to taste good? Cause it looks, yeah.
3: it's
0: like I should just be looking at it. They're not eating it. <laughs> I,
1: I, I have like a real issue. Like uh, whenever I see food that's made really well, I'm like, I don't want to eat this. Like I feel like I'm, fuck- I feel like it, it'd be like a, me walking into a museum and just like uh, taking a fork right into a painting. I'm like I'm like, no, this is this is art. You're just supposed <laughs> to look at it, admire
2: it from afar. I'm not allowed to eat this. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, and they get really angry when I start eating paintings at the at the museum, so I'm gonna assume I shouldn't be doing this.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: I, I think I definitely dug this chapter. I think this was uh a supremely cool, like, build up for Megami. She has that amazing, you know, two page spread. She's really just gotten kinda of built up in the right way. The the mentoring with Shinomi is paying off, and there's still one last kind of twist in this to <laughs> to see the result of, so I'm super stoked. I think this is a fantastic chapter. I'm, um I'm, I'm really, I, I think like, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't know if I could, would be able to find words to express my disappointment if somehow Megan be still lost. Like, like yeah. the end of this is like, uh, fucking the one judge is like eating into it. And she's like, wait, this is, this is some hair. You got hair in this one. You're disqualified. <laughs> she's
2: like, no, I'd
1: be like, no, why? My
3: heart.
2: I like to put a little bit of me into every dish I've cooked.
3: Ah, do you like it? Do you like it?
2: <laughs> Did you like the
1: jagged metal lump I left in the side of your fucking apple dumpling? Did
2: you like the arsenic? What? Not <laughs> for me or else. <laughs>
0: okay. Yandere Megami would be a sight to behold. <laughs> okay, I Think that now is when we're we do the jump starts. Yep. Or is it uh, yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh and will it load? Is it gonna load anytime soon? Hang on. Fucking Sometimes I really don't like the way that this works.
1: Let's get Jeff on here so we can yell at him. Jeff Yeah hello? Yes,
3: Nicholas? <laughs> it's me, Jack.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to just, I'm trying to like, channel the dorkiest voice I can. Like, yes, hello, <laughs> Nicholas! Golem Hearts, the
0: end of the jumpstart.
1: Have you tried to uh, fidangle in with your flex capacitor? Perhaps that will <laughs> 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 alleviate your technical issues.
0: Chapter 3. Push well, his glasses up. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> For whose sake? So, last time, Noah and Lemeck, uh had to deal with a dickhead soldier. Uh, Noah cast paladin arts on himself, cut the golem in half, and ran the douchebags off. And uh, now he has collapsed. Lemeck is still dying. Start of this chapter, Lemick is still dying. Um, the girl that we saw at the end of the previous chapter comes along, uh, and is like, huh, wonder what the hell happened here. Oh, hey, Lemeck. And pushes, shows a bunch of people aside, uh, realizes, oh, there is a military issue golem here. Okay. Well, and, uh, she, s- look, it looks like she stabs it with something. That's what it looks like to me. She stabs it.
3: But then yeah. she also, you know,
0: put, you know, brushes over it and casts golem arts to, uh, basically recast the golem in from a military thing into this Weird, horrifying, even more horrifying than before, Uh giant multi-armed medical golem with scalpels and what looks like a spade.
1: Yeah, uh, th- I, I had a question. So I assume they were meant to just be very large, like just like large scalpels or like double-sided scalpels almost. But it definitely looks like they're just gardening fucking spades. Like... I'm like, we're just really makeshifting this fucking medical golem up. It's like, yeah, it's got a rake, it's got a weed racker, it's got all the stuff you need to operate the human body delicately. Also, odd possibility, but maybe that thing she does with the golem where she kind of like smacks it first, was her removing the padlock that they said was put on it. That only well, she said that the core was cracked.
2: That looks like an... Clearly, I, I don't know much about the series yet, but in other series where they've had like a golem with a core, um, it looks like stuff they use to replace to like make a core. So yeah, I guess it's like a, a new core or a temporary core or something mm-hmm. to make claws and spades.
0: <laughs> so let is saved; <laughs> he's not dead. Um, You were wrong. I was wrong.
2: Are you happy you're wrong? Because Lemmex Alive? Well,
0: I wouldn't be, it's not for the people who are like, you were wrong about Gollum Hearts. Like, okay, fuck off. (laughs) I've been wrong about manga before. A lot. Still not about, still not about, uh, lesbians in, uh, We Never Learn. I'm not wrong about that. Not yet. Not yet. But it took me a lot longer. It's at least taken me a lot longer to be wrong than it did this time. I'll I'll admit that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, Lemick wakes up after a few days of recovery and, uh, he recognizes, uh, the girl as, I'm going to go with air cuz if i say ear that's going to sound weird so i'm just going to go with air and and assume that that's right uh so air kind of catches lemica up with oh yeah you've been awake in this hospital in this clinic for a little while um uh, and uh the doctor comes in sees lemica is like oh yeah it's a good thing that that woman saved you um but uh let's see here da, 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 da. It's, 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 uh, she eats a lot. That's a big part of her character. That's, like, going to be a thing with her, isn't it? It's not, like, just going to be, like, a regular joke. I feel as though this is going to be, like, an essential a component of her story. Because, like, <laughs> most of the stuff that we've seen from her and the two chapters she's been in has been her eating a lot. So,
2: Her book even says, what, gourmet of the world?
0: And she wears, like, this kind of dining attire all the time. So... So da da, da 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 um we get a, a bit of backstory to uh Air and Lemmock's history together. Uh they were students together at the Gollum Arts Arcanists School, I guess. Um and uh Lem- but Lemix, you know kind of remembers some of their time together, uh because he can see beyond this kind of rough exterior that she has. And, uh, he remembers how much she actually would have to put herself through studying, uh, for, you know, learning, you know, Arcanist stuff. Um, Noah shows up, um, in his typical fashion, he tackle, hugs, he glomps Lemmick. Smart thing to do when he, you know, was almost dead. <laughs> but he's Noah, you know, so. Lemmick introduces No and Air er to each other. Uh Her full name is Air White. It almost seems like a. It almost seems like it's going to be a pun on something, doesn't it?
2: It kind of does.
0: Like I know it isn't, but it sounds like it would be. Hmm. But after what a quick introduction, would, what in would which, be a
1: pun for? I don't know. Like Air Egg Whites, maybe like maybe her real <laughs> name's Egg.
2: <laughs>
3: oh. What a cruel
1: parents
2: seriously hey, I'm egg whites, like oh God,
1: <laughs> this is my daughter, egg, and her sister <laughs> omelette, and her little brother french toast i I named all the kids while having breakfast, I was and I'm really not hungry, okay, <laughs> I love breakfast, I
0: love especially <laughs> <it>. dorayaki pancakes. <laughs>
1: Speaking of – well, vaguely related to that, actually. So, Nick, you know how – and Annalise, but you know how I love the term uh, sacapuntas from Spanish? It's like the one term I remembered. I, I think I may have found another Spanish word that even if I don't remember anything from the current Spanish class I have, I will remember it. And that is almorzamos, which is the verb for us to have lunch. And I just love it. It sounds like a Pokemon's name, like you just called al Murzamos. <laughs> sounds like a moms. legendary It sounds so cool like a, like i'm like I'm gonna make a fantasy universe and that's going to be the name of the cool ass wizard in it. No one's going to realize <laughs> it. It's like that just means let's go out to lunch. <laughs>
2: Wait, wait a second! I'm on to him. <laughs> I bet Grand Unusual
1: Spanish terms. I bet Grand Chancellor Sacapuntas isn't as cool as I think he is either.
0: It reminds <laughs> me of that of that one Ludicolo uh, meme from a little while ago. Someone like the, this this comic that was like a fake Spanish com- a commercial for Ludicolo and all the wonderful occasions that he was perfect for. And it was just, you know, this, like, really bad Spanish stuff that was, like, you know, perfect for all occasions, parties, funerals, gay par- gay pride parades. <laughs> and Louis was there making inappropriate comments for every single one of them. Like, one is muerto.
3: Que triste. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway... So Lemmick introduces Noah and Eric to each other. They have this uh brief disagreement where um Noah's gonna be like Ha! Hey lady, thanks for saving my master. You look like a guy. Not a not a gentleman is Noah. Definitely not. Why didn't I
2: program him with tact? <laughs> <laughs> That's a what a level five skill.
0: Also, she makes a really weird reply to him because he says specifically, "Thanks, lady who looks like a dude," and uh she says, "So I'm some sort of new species, am I?"
2: Yeah, I, I don't know about I that. I don't something. really get
1: it. Okay, <laughs> it's a weird joke, I guess.
2: Also, does she really? I like.
1: I don't. I don't see like a really dudeish like attitude like it's nothing like i just don't see where he would even get that joke from
0: well she's quick to anger i guess she she's doesn't wearing have a very...
2: pants guys yeah I, and, and yeah she is it. wearing
0: clothes pants, that i think would be considered relatively I, masculine i
2: can't see cleavage
0: she's not sticking so. her butt or her or her tits out so how can i tell that she's supposed to be a girl seriously I am supposed to, you're supposed to be writing this for 14-year-old boys, so how are they supposed to be able to identify with the female character, if not sexually? Yes.
1: Better keep them off to the side. Don't let them do anything too big during the arc, either.
0: Just have them come in and act important by, like, tackling the villain after he's already been defeated.
1: (laughs) I got him, guys! He was unconscious and on the floor. (laughs) I got him! (laughs) I did it, everybody! I did it!
0: Most dangerous when they're unconscious, you know. <laughs> Air and, uh, and... Let me tell this, Noah that uh, Air is going to be his new teacher, which they both object to, because they're just like, what the fuck are you, what, what are you trying to do here? And Noah says, no, you're, you're my teacher, master. Uh But let me try to explain to him, hey, look, you know, what will happen with Noah if something bad happens to me? You know, like... Getting a frickin' wooden beam shoved through my rib cage. That would be pretty bad. Uh. Just maybe. So, yeah. So Noah has to, you know, learn how to be able to repair himself, to protect himself, and to keep on living, even if I'm not here to help him. And I don't have the capability or the knowledge to actually be able to teach him. And, uh, Bear's like, oh, whatever. Sounds like your problem. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> But, uh, Noah beats her through the door essentially because he runs away crying. And then there's <laughs> again, just like, okay, bye. <laughs> uh, but Lemma gets down on his hands and knees and begs for her help saying, look, hey, time's not on our side. The army's going to come again for Noah and I'm not going to be able to protect him. I can't lose him again. Um, do you think that he's referring to something that's happened in the manga there? Or do you think that's something so, in my past?
2: So they say earlier on, uh, Air says, never mind me, what's the deal with that golem? And that appearance of him, don't tell me. Then Lemek says, a lot's happened. Mm-hmm. So I think something clearly has happened. Maybe Lemek had a son or something. There's something up with this, clearly. So I didn't think... I don't know. But yeah, I can't lose him again is, yeah, something's up.
0: I, Cause there definitely doesn't seem to have been something in the manga so far where Noah seemed to be in danger of being lost. Like he ran away a couple of times, but let always knew where to find him and he didn't get successfully taken away in the last chapter. So I don't think that that's what he's referring to either. So I think that it's, I think that you're right.
2: I I really like this this panel um where he's he's basically thinking like look I know it's really cunning but she can't turn this down. Mhm. Like I like that he acknowledges that he's he's using her.
0: Yeah, I'm manipulating her. There seems yeah. to be a there seems to be like some honesty to this, but he knows that he he's doing this because he knows it'll work.
2: Yeah, he knows that he she can't Turn him down,
0: so she is good person deep down, however cold hearted <laughs> on the exterior she is, so he begs for her help. uh we cut away to Noah in his usual spot, uh and they make some you know tracks it down. I like "Ah, you're here again, you're a simple one, Noah <laughs> you're predictable <laughs> um and you know he ex- explains to Noah what he's trying to do here. Uh, because he says, look, I need you to work hard with all that you can from air. And once you're the world's second best sarcanist, hey, like you said, that'll make me the best. So come on, go, go with her. Do this for me. And Noah, you know, is emotional about this. And it's clear that like, he just doesn't want to leave his master behind. Uh, he doesn't want to leave his dad. Um, and, uh, Noah says, Hey, you know, I've been thinking about it. Um, I'm not smart, but I've been thinking a lot. It hurt. Uh, but he says, maybe it's because I'm so useless and I mess up all the time. Maybe that's why you hate me. And that's why you want me to leave. And I was like, no. And, and I was like, no, no, no. I just, I realized that that's, that you're not that kind of person. You're always kind. You always care about me. So if you're saying I gotta go, then, then that must be for my sake. So I'll go with her. And they have this big emotional hug.
3: Oh.
0: It's a very like kind of vulnerable uh full page spread where they where they're hugging, because neither of them looks at all in the least the least bit dignified.
2: I so, I really very vulnerable like that. and emotional. Yeah, I really like this series. Um, I was kind of so so on it, but this chapter is it's so open with the emotions. Like a lot of times, I mean they're. Jump series have a lot of emotions and people cry all the time, but there's something just really pure and innocent about this and really like, I don't know, warm and caring. And it's just, Oh, I want you guys to be happy.
1: (laughs) I bet only good things are going to happen to Noah and his family from here.
0: (laughs) No, an air leave off, and immediately like five soldiers show up with different types of death machines and kill kill Lemick five different ways.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I think this is a a very uh de- solid jump start, and I think this is a in particular like a great sequence for a jump start because this really did give you a good taste of what the series is about and ends it on almost like this part function as a prologue to what I guess is like yeah. a, the series itself. Like, you know, a lot of other jumpstarts will end in like mid situation or something like that. Whereas this one ends in closure essentially. in the idea of like a promise, like a promise of the future and things like that. And, uh, um, I'm sure it's very, very difficult and probably unintentional, but like, I think this would be like the ideal way of functioning with a lot of jumpstarts is like to like, get, like, those three chapters that kind of function as, like, a really good taste of it, but don't feel like it's just, like, leaving you off in the middle of a situation.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, um, I guess that we will see if uh any of the jumpstarts that we've been getting recently get picked up.
2: If, uh, if you like any of these jumpstarts, make exactly. sure you fill out the surveys, tell Viz... That really does do a lot to mm-hmm. get things into the, into the magazine.
0: I would guess that of the ones that we've gotten recently, this one probably has the best chance of getting picked up. Not even in terms of quality, although I do think it's the best, but in terms of it's the most kind of straightforward, what you would expect from a Shonen Jump series kind of thing. I think that would have the widest appeal among the general audience, but yeah. we'll see.
2: Vote well, for it guys, vote well,
1: for it. Nick, okay. Got a feeling though. And like a bit of a mood. I think the only way to solve it though is to get stoned. It is Dr. Okay. stone time, right? Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't just abruptly shut that up for the promised never landed <laughs> did I?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. You, you, you got the I got writers. it. I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you, you said that in the way that you were building up to asking for more cowbell, I mean.
1: <laughs> Nick, I got a problem.
0: I got fever.
1: I, I need more stone.
0: <laughs> Doesn't have the same cadence to it, does it? It gotta get stoned. <clears throat> no, it's even worse. Now I'm just going to walper <laughs> What? No. No, what? No. It's this gotta stoned. get stoned. We
1: gotta get stoned, man. Yeah.
0: Dr. Stone, Z equals 35, the masked warrior. What a way of resolving this problem. (laughs) I did not see this coming in any respect for the stuff that got set up last chapter.
1: (laughs) I I had a small inkling that Something like this would happen in the extent that we had like the, the obvious setup of, Oh, Kinro has blurry eye problem too in the same chapter that Suweka got her vision fixed. And I was like, when they introduced that the start of the tournament was the, you know, that first matchup, I was like, Oh, okay. Like maybe then I guess Kinro will lose here and they like address it later on. And that's when it gets brought up and fuck yourself. You don't know shit about this series, I
0: guess. So, last time, uh, as uh, Magma and Kinro were beginning the first fight of the tournament to determine the new chief of the village, uh, Mantle, uh, said, came running in and said, oh, yeah, Suika fell on the river, guys, she's gonna drown, oh, no. And Kuhaku ran up to rescue her, everyone was like, god, Mantle, you're such a piece of shit, douchebag. <laughs>
3: um...
0: And we see that Mantle and did actually did did something to Suica, but instead of at least instead of actually murdering her <laughs> uh, or setting her up to be murdered, she just tied her to a tree, you know. Just so could be worse. He could be magma who was just like rooting for people to die. Um, and God, this entire sequence. Never I would if you gave me like 10 guesses as to as to what would happen after the after the last chapter I would not have seen all of this sequence happening in this one
1: Nick you didn't just automatically assume that Suika would L- Linda Carter Wonder Woman spin to activate the vacuum <laughs> suction seal inside of her chestnut helmet
0: the way that we have seen Suika taking on her just curling up into her melon helmet thing and rolling around has just been that she spins around and then pooh, just becomes just the mask. Uh Essentially defying the laws of conservation of matter.
2: Defying uh, the laws of this manga itself. Yeah, really. She's science, <laughs> but magic helmet.
0: And somehow she has the room to do her spinning transformation despite being tied up. Like, she doesn't have room to move, but she can spin around within her robes in order to transform and suck her body up into her melon helmet. (laughs) And that's how she gets
3: away!
2: So, for getting sucked up into the melon, it's ridiculous. But, for some reason, her spinning to get sucked up bothers me more than her entire body. No, how do you do the movement
0: to initiate the magical transformation? No!
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't do that. Oh, now you're in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, you can probably fit your whole body in there somehow. Whatever. Anyway, how are you
3: spinning?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I get it. You got sucked up into it. I mean, you were tied to a tree. That's the whole reason you couldn't get away. If you had enough room, I, don't, I mean, it wouldn't matter. But how do you spin? You're spinning tied to something. That's craziness. Oh.
0: So, Suika rolls away, goes across the bridge back to the village, and somehow rolls up a pole to get a better view of the fight.
3: Man,
2: she's, it, it's gonna turn into like, science versus magic, and Suika's gonna be like, <laughs> like, Power Rangers. a crazy wizard, you know? Go Suika.
0: So, Kinro is fighting Magma, uh, m- more than holding his own, and Magma actually indicates that uh, he's like, oh, when did you get so good? Uh, and uh, everyone's like, oh, Wow, he's, he's doing really well. He might actually freaking win this. Nice." Um, and uh, Mantle starts to get a little uh bit worried, so he just pulls out a bunch of rocks. And he's like, "All right, just in case." <laughs> the most obvious cheating is I'm just gonna throw a rock at. Him. <laughs> oh god. So, um. But Chrome stops him and by saying like, "Hey, you know, uh, our bad referee Jasper is not gonna let that fly," and we get a little uh, shot of Jasper and he canes like direct attack from the crowd. No, not okay. Mm-hmm. Indirect interference, as in booing and cheering. That's fine. Bing. That's yeah. Uh, and Mantle just like, ah, well, you see, clicking these rocks together is my way of cheering. <laughs>
2: It's such a stupid panel, but it made me
3: laugh really
0: hard. Well, then, like, Senku, like, basically opens his skirt up in a bunch of, like, a crossbow, chemicals, poop, rocks, and poop falls. <laughs> like, well, I guess I won't be cheating either. Just let this poop out of my pants.
1: I guess I won't be hurling poop out of it hoping Magma catches
0: botulism. I learned this from those white monkeys that were observing me earlier. <laughs> oh. So, Magma is uh, forced to take some distance between them. He's kind of pushed into a corner and needs to take some distance, but Kinro realizes, oh no, this is bad, because from this distance I can't see him clearly, and he starts to squint. Which Suika notices right away because, uh, and although, uh, that's so distracting to me, because there's an error here because, like, Ginro, she tells him Ginro for a second, like, no, no, it's already confusing enough for me to keep, to tell, to get their names right. I don't need, I don't need Viz to be making it harder on me.
1: Enro, <laughs> anyways, who, who, ash- who do we go to about this, Annalise? Yeah, who are we getting, who's on our shit list now?
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, this is, this is a Lexi series, I think.
1: Dear Alexi, get your shit together.
0: She doesn't okay, a, good, she does a really good it. job normally. I love I love a lot of the choices that get made for the translation and uh the uh the honestly like the way that the text is done a lot. I love this adaptation in general, but
1: I think this adaptation is go, a steaming like, pile no, of shit. Get it fucking fixed. And I wouldn't care so much if it weren't so hard already. <laughs> Tell Alexi to stop styling his hair and make sure his manga is spelled correctly. God damn it!
2: <laughs>
1: okay, uh. also hugs and kisses
2: <laughs> I'll tell him that <laughs> hugs and kisses anyway, stop bugging around, Alexi,
0: <laughs> Suika points out that she yeah, recognizes that behavior because she does it all the time, squinting uh, being from, from her fuzzy eye disease um and uh so yeah, right away. Uh, Kinro starts to have trouble. He does a, a, a really shallow thrust and Magma just kind of like bats it aside and then starts to go to town on him while making unexpression. I'm just going to call it that. Like, I don't know how his mouth does that. He looks like he's going to like turn to a snake and swallow Kinro whole. <laughs> <sighs> he's got some bizarrely white teeth for a caveman, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> hey. They practice good brushing back in those days, I'll have you know. Twice a day with a ground-up brick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kinro gets sent uh, skidding along the ground, uh, and uh, his uh, allies start to panic. But Kinro's like, "No, I'm not done yet. I have something I'm fighting for." And uh, all of a sudden, Suika appears at in the um, the little shrine hut. Uh, and it's like, I need to borrow this. This wind-up ramp. And she rolls down the ramp leading up to it uh, as Magma is ready to, to finish Kinro off. And as she lands at the end of the ramp, Suika throws her helmet, which goes flying through the air, and shouts out to Kinro to take the science eyes. And he leaps up into the air, grabs the uh, little melon helmet, throws it on over his head, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> we get the greatest panel
0: ever. <laughs> he looks ridiculously so cool and so stupid.
1: <laughs> Everyone comments like, he looks super creepy. I'm like, fuck you, he looks awesome. I want I to look like that.
2: Looked- He looks super cool. There's some cosplay for you guys.
1: If Annalise says it, then it's gotta be true.
2: Boom.
0: Oh, God. And, yeah, Senku and Ginro and Chrome are just, like, he looks kind of (laughs) creepy. Fuck you, you just don't have the balls to be as staring as Ginro. He's pulling it off.
2: The fact that he's got that, like, super pouty face. mm -hmm. You just, like... Oh, it just, it makes it. Oh, it's, it's good. That's good. Oh,
0: Magma charges in. Kinro can now see him clearly and he immediately is able to dodge his blows, which gets Magma panicking. And, uh, yeah, you know, Senku comments, Hey, the prescription's is made for Suika, but this is actually, it's working out pretty well for the time being. Uh, and. Uh, Kimber does this cool thing where he blocks this kind of uppercut shot with Magma's weapon with his foot and he says, I'm grateful to science to Suika, to Senku and starts knocking Magma around Uh he says, take this lesson to heart Magma once science helps me overcome these eyes of mine, it became clear that I have long since surpassed you
3: Oh shit
0: and uh it seems as though he he wins because is left on his hands and knees and the crowd gives this big roar of approval. Uh, and Suika's like, you're so cool, Kinro! All those you, you wearing Suika's mask does make you look kind of weird.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm seeing people in the chat who are theorizing that Kinro is actually going to be disqualified because of interference. There are
0: multiple ways that this could play out. I think that the most obvious twist would be, yes establishing at the beginning of the chapter that if you you know just throw something at one of the competitors, that that counts as interference. Uh, and he did gain direct assistance from somebody in the audience. Uh, I think that maybe you could argue that if he had been wearing it from the beginning, maybe it would have been okay. Um, but I think that the mistrust of Senku's science, combined with the fact that she freaking threw it to him, could very well lead to that happening. Yeah. Because this is the very first match of the tournament, And it looked as though, I I wouldn't put it past Dr. Stone to just completely do away with all the drama of it, but I don't think that Kohaku got sent away by Mantle for no reason. I think that that is going to come into play and prevent her from being able to participate in the tournament and cause uh, Seku's group to actually have to find some way of dealing with magma. Which is probably going to happen with in the finals. Um, yeah. We'll see how that happens. Uh,
1: I think a role I could easily see coming from this, too, would be, after all this is done, like, Magma sticking around to be, like, the comic relief butt monkey
0: of things. Because <laughs> I could easily see that just be, being be, it Be the kind of uh, early Haha Brothers of I <laughs> Yeah. Where they started off bullying Senna and then it just became the comic relief after they got kind of forcibly drawn to the group.
1: Yeah. Because, like, just I... seeing his expressions, it looks like... uh <laughs> It looks like there's, there's a lot of fun being had drawing these, like, enormous, over-the-top expressions with everything.
0: I mean, when you draw a guy with that chin, you want to draw him as much as possible. So.
1: Uh, <laughs> and I don't know why, but I love the idea of... Uh, Magma gets his shit kicked in every fight, but the other person would get disqualified for some reason, so he keeps advancing just to get his
0: shit pushed in again. Like, Chrome actually beats him, but it's like, you can't just kick him in the balls over and over again. <laughs> yeah,
1: after the match is done, you can't keep kicking him in the balls, you know. Come on.
0: Well, we'll see. Um if Magma goes through to the next round from here, I would assume that he's gonna fight Chrome. I don't think that Mantle is going to be that great a fighter, even though he was able to kidnap Suika. He seems way too slimy. Um, So if Magma advances, he would have to deal with Chrome, and then if he were to go into finals, it would either be with Senku or Ginro. So there's a lot of different ways that that could play out. Of course, it's all going to depend on how a lot of different things get resolved in the next chapter. Um, it could very well just be, it's like, okay, yeah, they dealt with Magma and won the tournament. Do-do-do, move on. Because Dr. Yeah. Stone does have that weird, weirdly fast pace sometimes, but...
2: Oh, you know. mean all the time? All <laughs> the every time. chapter?
0: Almost every chapter.
2: All the time? All every time. All day Yeah, day. I, I really, really hope this isn't the end, because uh, many people know I have about six mountains worth of proms with Dr. Stone... And one of them is that there's really currently no um the there's no tension, like ever. And
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You could never look at series that has no tension.
2: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh so it starts through <laughs> the
2: No 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 I mean Really, uh, it's actually funny that you bring this up, because a lot of people have been like, well, you like Black Clover, and I'm like, yeah, Black Clover, people got mad when Asta's arm got healed in, like, a volume and a half. Nothing lasts more than two chapters in Doctor stuff. Nowadays. Nowadays, nothing lasts, there's no tension, ever. So i really, like, I've never been so excited for a tournament arc, because the Previous, I don't know what, 15 chapters of the series have been a checkbox. Like, we need this, check, we got it in two two panels. We need this, check, we got it in half a half a chapter. Check, we need was it sulfuric acid? It took two chapters. I was so happy it took more than a chapter, but it still only took two chapters. Like, it's always been check, 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 no real tension. So with this tournament arc, I don't like tournament arcs. I was so excited, and last chapter, this chapter have been really good. Please continue this. Please. So yes, but uh, I think Magma is going to be maybe comic relief in the end, but I, I, my guess is that he's gonna be the weak link to the village. And uh, what's his face? Uh, Shishio will get him on his side. That's and... Totally
0: possible. He's, he was being <clears throat> remarkably over the top evil before, so. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I see him continuing on his evil path, but I really like this chapter. I'm so happy because I've been so disappointed in this series for a long time. This is, this is, I'm so happy this is a good chapter, guys. (sighs) Somewhere,
1: somewhere out there, I just imagine is like, had, like, a thought process at one point where she was just like, Dr. Stone would be a lot better if we're wearing it.
2: <laughs> I'd like the series more if Real were around. Oh goodness, please, no, <laughs> no! I I would love the series if Shishio's like, I'm gonna, you know, bring back all these kids. Why did I bring this kid back? Oh my god! All
3: these...
2: I was like, I'm gonna paint a picture of you. No, don't just go away. Why is he stronger than everybody?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: He's sorry that everyone,
0: but he just keeps on wrecking our plans.
2: was like, I just need to snap his dog Oh God, oh, he broke my arm. How did he do this? Real's like, oh, Real broke his own arm too. He's like, oh, my arms are both broken. Wait,
1: well,
2: fucking Aren't stupid ass facing? butler man, save me! Can you see his butler come out with like very like primitive like skin tuxedo on or whatever? <laughs> yes, yes, Master Real. She's just like, wait, how this guy? I no, I'm killing you, adults. What is what is this? Real's like, yay! I think I'm it's
0: so skin. glad. I'm so glad that Master Real has friends. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa. whoa. Hey, uh, nobody
0: likes him. I want to make that clear. Nobody likes
1: this kid. <laughs> Look at you. This oh, is
3: my friends. He's,
1: he's eating paint. No one likes him. <laughs> All right.
2: Eat wall candy.
1: <laughs> Walk. He gets snot all over my stuff. I hate him. Uh All right, let's 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 jump over to We Never Learn, question 39. The light in a genius's eye is all X. So it turns out it's not a new girl. It's Fumino, who was there at the train station. Yay.
3: Which, I
2: really uh, wanted it to be like a ghost or something, to be honest, so this was kind of disappointing. Oh,
0: ghost girl in We Never Learn? Hell yeah, it's just what we need. <laughs>
3: That's one know, way I, to get the harem fresh.
2: I don't know why I thought it was going to be a ghost, but I really wanted that to happen. <laughs> he gets there,
1: and it's just a female <coughs> clone of him. He's like, oh, anyway, he's like, I don't know how to approach this. I don't know how this. How I do about this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Fumino is there, and as we find out, <coughs> uh, she... Went and got, what was it, dorayaki, I think, is like, those fucking, like, little pie fried balls. She got those and stared at the sky for, I guess, fucking hours. <laughs> she just sat there looking at the sky and was like, oh, shit, the last train. <laughs> and then she ran into the little girl, which delayed her. So both Fumino and, and Uega missed the last train, so they have to find... Wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. Why the hell was this little girl out... Around last train time. That's like at least midnight.
0: They got separated during the the freaking Obon festival, and we're at looking midnight? for her. Midnight. Yes, her mother is irresponsible and doesn't put her children yeah. to bed until four in the morning.
1: Or her mother children, her children are vampires, and she has to keep them out this late so they they can enjoy a full <laughs> social life. See, Nick, okay. not everybody is as bad as you try to make them out to be. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, they, they need to find a place to stay. Fumino trips and, oh, sorry, no, she just, she just slips a little bit, hurts herself, but they find a, a, basically, like, an old-style inn where they could spend the night. However, there's only one room!
2: Gosh darn, who saw that coming? I sure didn't.
1: Golly gee, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so, uh, the innkeeper's like, well, I can't have a high school boy and girl staying together. That, that's just a. Fucking mess way to happen. So Fumi is like, no, we're brother and sister! (laughs) And, uh, I like it. Yuega just doesn't ever get anything on the first try. She's like, right, Narayuki? He's like, well, I don't think we're actually plumbing. They say, right, (laughs) Narayuki? He's like, oh, yeah, fine, big sis. (laughs) Uh, but unfortunately, there's only one futon in this. But it's okay, because they're brother and sister, right? They don't mind sharing a bed together.
0: This, uh, this, uh, you know, (laughs) it's okay. This is an interesting way of introducing the incest component into this harem series. I thought they just used a system. I'm not sure if I'm more or less okay with it than the normal method.
1: (laughs) So, they, uh, you know. They share the bed together and they're like yep yeah, it's gonna be no problem at all but of course uh it's a huge problem completely because immediately as soon as they lay down both of them are immediately like over complicated with the thoughts of like oh I'm like right next to this person I know I'm not touching it but I can feel their heat why do they smell so good uh, and then I think one of their butts rubs against the other butt I'm not entirely well, I'm certain
0: excused by this for, for or one of them farts
1: days. I don't know <laughs> I see greys, but it looks like a gas bubble, like, thing.
0: It it looks as though they nudge butts. Yeah. Now, I want to... This... Okay. (laughs) In these two panels here, it basically looks as though they're sleeping about three inches from each other. But the first shot we see of them in the futon, they've got plenty of fucking space. Yeah, right? Uh, that futon is basically the equivalent of, like, a full-size mattress. The innkeeper came back and She's like, sorry, I left too big of a futon in here. Here's
1: a super <laughs> tiny one, but it's okay, because I mean, you about,
0: about a foot on either side of this one, so just scooch in together. It's okay, you're brother and sister.
1: <laughs>
0: secondly, problem- oh, sorry. secondly, now Fumino's got the pants-eating disease.
2: That's my problem with this. With this shit, nobody likes clothes up their ass. Nobody! Hers is- Jesus Christ!
1: Hers is very strange to me, because it's not even just the, like, up the butt. It's also through her legs as well. Like, she tucked her, like, fucking robe into her body before going to bed. She's like, you know, gotta keep everything
0: in proper place. I can't sleep in a kimono unless the entire back part of the robe is pulled up to my chest through my legs. Unless I, tuck it into my thighs first.
2: (laughs) What is this? Sensei, please. Why? 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 Just why? I just, like, it makes me uncomfortable looking at it, not because it's like, oh, you know, here's some weird sexiness. No! It makes me want to pull my own, like, underwear out of my butt. No, it's not up my ass, but it makes it feel like I've got a crazy witch. Stop drawing this! Maybe
0: there's this pressure to maintain a certain amount of fan service in the series, and the easiest way to do that is just to sh- is just to throw in a really tight pants on the ass shot every chapter
1: possible uh, I don't know i uh...
0: like like just to throw in like an instance of fan service per chapter, but there's no in order to be more creative than just oh no, Yuiga fell into a girl's skirt. Or, oh, you walked in on a girl changing, or this girl happens to just be wearing inappropriately cleavagey clothing. It's just like, no, no, she just, she just doesn't shop at the proper department store and <laughs> her pants right up into
2: her crack. Girl, it's okay to get a medium. You don't need a, you don't need a small. Okay, no, nothing wrong with that, okay?
0: It doesn't even make sense if they wear the wrong size. <laughs> Cause then it should stretch over the ass as opposed to into it. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's, wait a minute. Sorry.
1: Hold on. If the clothes in We Never Learn stick to the body like that, almost as though it's kind of like a vacuum suction within every female character's butt, then Suika's helmet seems to utilize the exact same technology. <gasps> oh. So. Uega could spin around a couple times, get sucked into Fumido's butt, and roll down to make sure that Kinro
2: wins that tournament match! And up a pole!
0: This is the strangest instance of porn yet.
3: We
1: create industries here. So, after that is actually some pretty, uh, significant stuff going on, because, uh, Uega's like, alright, damn. too awkward right now, gotta break the tension so, hey, look out the window at all the stars and shit. And, uh, Fumino is is very enchanted by the stars. We know because she spent, what, like, fucking four hours just looking (laughs) at them earlier that night. Uh, she goes off like rattling off a bunch of constellations and stars and things like that and she talks about this story that she read about an old astronaut who gives up his dream but then decides to pursue it again about going into space but traveling via soul instead of actual physical body and we get a, a quick shot of uh, young Fumino in a hospital room with a woman <laughs> presumably her mother Uh and this is a, a new piece of information we haven't heard of Fumino's mother before she only referred to her dad when mentioning like her parents being out so presumably her mother died at a young age or at some point prior to this and this is our first real like glimpse of that I thought that was a a very kind of sweet thing, and uh, you know, Yuiga is just like, you know, you're really cool, f- you know, for Ashi. You're you're so like great at that stuff, you know. And all the girls, all of you are really great, you know. I admire the fact that you know you have these dreams. You're you're going after this big thing, and you know, they essentially just share a little bit of a a moment between the two of them of you know, no, I admire you, or ah, no, I admire you. And I am are you. No, I are you. Start punching each other! <laughs> uh, and then Uweka remembers when Ashui was like, so what are you going to do when exams are over? And he's like, what do I want to do? And he looks over, and Fumino has fallen asleep, actually, like, rubbed up kind of against him. And we uh see her talking, kind of, I guess, reliving that memory with her mother and saying... You know, listen, I'm not gonna leave you, I'm just gonna teleport up to the stars like in the book you love, so I'll always be watching you and I'll start. Ah!
3: <laughs>
1: and remember, <laughs> when you when you get to be thirteen, that's when the curse of the vacuum anus starts. So beware.
0: <laughs> Wait, what, mom? I think you need to explain this in greater detail.
1: <laughs> She's like, No, it's taking me down <laughs> It just explodes. <laughs> wow, what a dangerous world this is <laughs> Uh, and it's very sweet. So, like, uh, essentially, Uwe, uh Fumino comes out of this, this memory, wakes up and realizes that she's, you know, staring at Uwega, and He's asleep, but also squeezing her hand. And they, you know, she sees it and kind of just decides to just go back to sleep. And then, of course, it, it ends with, like, a joke that the series sort of always ends with, like, the one panel, like, oh, man, and things were really awkward after that, but, you know, here's the, you know, our jokey thing at the end of the chapter to alleviate the uh the levity of everything. Uh, but yeah, that's the chapter.
2: I hope Yuiga's dream uh, becomes getting rid of vacuum mass. <laughs> he's like, <"I'm laughs> he's, gonna, gonna he's gonna find you. the yeah, he's gonna find the cure or something that the girls can wear to prevent it from riding up their butts. That or he's gonna have a harem that's going to be his neutral. They're going to be like I didn't think you were that type hey, of person. He's like people what? change.
0: If you can if you're happy living a life of decadence <laughs> <laughs> as long as everyone involved is cool with it, then why not? Um I liked a good chunk of this chapter. Um I thought that the way of them getting into the situation was ridiculously contrived. Um, but I did like a lot of the character development that we got from this. I thought that the flashback that Fumina had with her mother was very sweet. Uh, it was nice to see. I mean, we knew a lot of this stuff. I think we knew pretty much all of this stuff anyway, but, uh, I liked seeing that new perspective on it. Uh, you know, one of those last conversations that Fumina had with her mother and the way that she had of comforting her daughter. um, and I think that – I also like that, that that panel of uh, Fumino waking up, seeing that Yuiga is just holding her hand and associating that with the memory of her mother holding her hand. I think it's a really sweet little visual. I also yeah. really like the focus on, oh, yeah, Yuiga's got to, you know, have a goal of his own aside from just, like, you know, studying hard and getting these girls into their choice universities so that he can get a scholarship. There's got to be, you know – something that he's actually working toward. He can't just have tunnel vision and just be focused on what's directly in front of him. There's going to be a reason for him to fricking live. Uh-huh. But I'm getting really sick of all of these situations that Fumino and Yuiga get involved in. Not, not that it like Fumino is exclusively guilty of winding up in ridiculous and contrite situations with Yuiga, but it all seems to be for the purpose of no, no, I can't let myself have these heart-pounding moments. I can't let myself get doki-doki for Yuiga because it's wrong, because Uruka and Ogata love him, and I shouldn't get close to him like that. Just like, just grow up a little bit. Come on! You're in these situations all the time. You gotta build some tolerance for this shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like this chapter for for all the same reasons. Um And I disliked it for all the same reasons, too. Like, when it started, it was just so, like, eye-rolling, like, of course. And, of course, they've only got one room. And, of course, there's only one futon. But after that, yeah, like, the development is really nice, and it was a sweet chapter. But, yeah, getting there was kind of a slog.
1: Yeah, I I, I think this was a really strong chapter to develop, Fumino. And I think this is... Uh, I'm trying to remember if we got something with Ogata, but to my knowledge, I think this is the first time we've really seen... I guess, like, a real in-depth look at kind of, I guess, like a, a grounding thing that kind of is the building block for one of the girls. You know, we got a little bit with Ogata and her kind of way of trying to process love as a robot. But, you know, like, actually seeing, like, this is what one of these girls I is like. I want
0: to know what love is.
3: <laughs>
1: uh But this is, like, one of the the things that kind of has, like, made one of these girls who they are. It's a family thing that established them. This is something that's happened in their past, and it's it's just nice seeing that. And, oh, there is something very, like, sweet and cute to her falling to sleep with that, waking up to Yuega, holding her hand, and just being like, I'm going to go back to sleep. Like, it's just – there's an earnest, very adorable nature to it that I I, I do appreciate and, like
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I'm i sorry, but, like, fucking super wedgies are my new fetish. I can't – I can't express <laughs> enough <laughs> –
2: I'm sorry, friendship is over.
1: (laughs) This was the straw that broke the camel's back. (laughs) I've shit on black clover for years.
2: It's just like. I put up with so much, but just, this is, this is the end. My cat's doing weird stuff to the window. What uh, are you doing?
1: I thought that actually was, like I thought she just hung up the call, she's like, no more. (laughs) No
2: boss. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Come on.
0: There we go. All right. It's time for the promised Neverland.
2: What?
0: It's time for promised Neverland.
2: You promise? I promise. <laughs> so,
0: um, the no-name guy who is given uh, his own panel in the character <coughs> rosters uh, page where he is just nameless geezer... <laughs> Um, we get a flashback from his perspective, uh, giving a little bit more detail to, uh, his time when, you know, he was part of a group and it was remarkably similar to the stuff that Emma and Ray and their group were doing where they were like, ah, oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the human world at a zero eight, six, three. And yeah, then, you know, just with the, uh, caption is like, um, uh, he is thinking like, yeah, We'll go to the human world. We'll live. Which ends on, you know, like all his people, all of his friends being dead, killed the hands of demons and his own narration, you know, going from why was I the only one? It's my fault. So he wakes up because it was a dream. Um. And immediately, you know, just like goes, to, gets down from his like treetop perch to meet with Em and Ray and then is immediately back to, you know, cocky douchebag mode. He says, Hey, all right, let's get going. Um, we're told that, uh, they have been, they're about halfway through their journey, uh, to, uh, their destination. Uh, Em and Ray are not doing so good because they keep on getting attacked at night. And so they don't get a lot of sleep. Meanwhile, the, the, uh, no name guy is just like, ah, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frey is thinking to himself as they're traveling, you know, cause he's observing like, Hey, you know, the way that he hides and how he detects danger, how he deals with the demons, his shooting skills. He's got all of these skills that we need to learn from. We need to be as good as him if we're going to survive in this world. We need to learn and steal all of his tricks. Uh, then they have to escape from another demon, uh, and Emma holds up like a couple of like berries and is like, okay, so yeah, this is all the food that we managed to gather for lunch today. Fortunately, Gilda was insistent that they take some food with them. So they do have a little bit uh, from the hideout to munch on. Um. And uh, they're like, "Okay, yeah, I think that we can actually manage this. We get a bit of a montage of them traveling, running from demons, climbing up cliffs, uh dealing with you know the elements in general. Um, the old man observes them and uh says like uh, oh, yeah, they're pretty hardy, they're tenacious, they're not really what I was expecting, um and we're actually making pretty pretty good time um and he." Think even thinks privately to himself, huh? You know, they're only like 11 or 12. I can't believe that they can actually keep up with me on this. When, how old was I when I came back on this route? Maybe 15, nah, 16. So at least having that acknowledgement of these kids are actually pretty good. But thinking back to when he came down, that back down that route, you know, provides a little bit of a flashback of him, you know, fucking booking it through the woods not looking nearly as suave and collected as he does right now. Um, let's see. He thinks to himself, this is all gonna be over soon. I've decided where I'll do it and which one I'll kill. I'll get rid of one of them tomorrow at Goldie Pond, their destination, and I'm going to kill that one. (laughs)
1: There's a lot of dramatic build up for that when you're like, and it's one or the other. Like, it's not like... (laughs) I feel like there's not too many factors that would really, like, determine if I'm going to feel dramatically one way or the other, depending on which one he's like, I'm going to kill that one. I know that this is, like, still keep you with the series kind of goal of being a very cerebral kind of, like, almost, you know, mental chess match kind of series. But, like, I just say, I'm like, I just, there's, I feel like there's not really that big of a difference between if he's like, I'm going to go kill Ray against, I'm going to go kill Emma.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, uh... One-eyed, uh, was it sleepyhead? And, uh, antenna? Yeah. (laughs) They eventually take stock, uh, at night, uh, and, and is like, oh, we're like one zone away from A0863, so we should get there really, really soon. Uh, Ray thinks to himself, like, I'm gonna have a cold narration out of the old man's got one. I deserve (laughs) one. Me. Hashtag Ray, the main
2: character. Memories. go
0: <laughs> But uh he realizes okay he hasn't tried anything since that first day, so he's probably going to try something when we get to Goldie Pond. Um we have no idea what kind of place it is or what the guy's planning to do, but we won't fall for a scheme. I'll protect us both. I'll never lose. Um and uh he starts to talk to Emma is like hey, you know, for tomorrow with with, with the geezer, and Emma's just like I got food! I was like, I mean, I did study lizard cuisine, so
1: I guess I'll help cook this up. I'll make some bother-ass doriaki pancakes out of these.
2: <laughs> I've
0: never heard of gupna.
2: Yeah, I don't know that one.
1: Um, Krishna. it's like a small gelatin native to the, uh, Wisconsin region oh. of Spain.
2: It's, it's the, uh, the ritual. <sighs>
0: Oh, oh right, or right, right, it's right, that. Of uh, one of the two. Right, they don't know how to, how, where the hell should we put the frickin' flower, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see here. After they've relaxed and eaten for a bit, Emma says to Ray, hey, you know, I'll bet that everyone is, you know, fine, right? You know, guild everyone at the shelter, fill the kids at the house, I hope they're all doing okay. And before we left for the journey, the man asked me if my decision was correct. And she admits that sometimes she gets scared. She worries if she's doing the right thing or if she's making a mistake in all the decisions she's had to make so far. You know, should we have come here on our own? Should we have left Phil and the kids at the house? Should we have let Norman go? Um, but I shouldn't be doubting myself and I can't turn back. I know all that, but I'm just scared because what if I'm wrong? And he. Realizes if he lost if that guy lost all of his friends, I wonder how scared that man was and how much he suffered. And I've been thinking about the meaning of the word "help" written all over the walls. Aside from that guy's crazy, we should be worried about him. <laughs> and so she's like, anyway, so I'm gonna go talk to him. Uh, I I know that yeah yeah I know that you're worried about, him, but let's just stop trying to outsmart him. And Ray's like, what are you doing? Wait, stop,
2: stop. <laughs> Must memories say no?
0: <laughs> you fall. You don't even have your baby memories. All you gotta know. Thinking, do you think that somebody's going to be able to see reason in someone who doesn't have baby memories? What if he does have his baby memories?
1: <gasps> I have a
0: brother. I must kill
1: him to take his power. <laughs> and Get his him. baby memories.
0: <laughs> so Emma goes up to No Name and says, Hey, so let's have a heart-to-heart before tomorrow. I'll be the one to help you, sir. He's like, what? (laughs) And that's the end of the chapter. Um, I'm glad that we seem to be kind of moving forward again in terms of stuff actually happening with the characters. Um, I promise Neverland is not at its best when it's a stereotypical action adventure series. I know that there has been some elements of, you know, intelligence and more escape than combat but it's not what i liked about it to begin with um so hopefully this kind of moves it more in the right direction um you know emma's just good-heartedness coming into conflict with the chess match that everyone else is trying to play
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think this is kind of like an intriguing way to end this this little sequence. Um, I'd be curious to see how this goes. I feel like there's got to be like another twist to the another wrinkle in this plan. It can't just be simple as Emma being like, I don't know, let's be his
2: friend or
0: something like that. Like, there's there's gonna be something. <laughs> oh, I've never had someone try and be my friend before.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys are the best. I love I'll tell you, you all so about much. my baby memories. Or as <laughs> I
0: was like,
1: got it. <laughs> No, I'll steal them! I'll be like, I'm gonna be like a cat stealing your soul out of your breath while you're sleeping! What? Ray, Ray, what, what are you doing? What are you stand that reference I, to <laughs> I don't know, I'm acting on Amy and I instincts! This is what primal predators do! I just let him be, he's fine. Get off me, stop trying to suck my soul out. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh I, it's a good chapter <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> uh, sure uh let's move on then to the seventh of the singe chapter 243 and then he leaves on a trip so Melodius, now having awoken has uh turned evil or i guess accepted the idea of being evil and becoming the new demon lord so that he can save elizabeth's life and everyone's like what no how can you do this you can't fucking become the demon lord you're you're melodious you're the leader of the seven deadly sins you're the owner of the boar's hat for god's sakes hawk flies up to let this be known you're the owner of the boar's sin- <laughs> boar's hat that serves the most disgusting food ever <laughs> And Melodius is like, you think I never noticed? I'm sure you've been enjoying watching us suffer, demon lord. And he says that to Hawk, and I oh, have like to...
0: grab him by the frickin' face to pull him close to do it.
1: And I feel like this had to be Nick at his giddiest, where he's like,
3: "Oh, Hawk's the Is Hawk the bad guy at all? Um... Hawk
0: is the demon lord, guys! No, that's not what happened.
1: <laughs> no instead melodious heads out you know he says hey tell Galther it's been cool you know should he wake up but they fly off and the rest of seven of the sins are kind of reacting in that way uh yeah you know, what happened why is this what's going on uh
0: but hawk's like hey why do you call me the demon lord am i an important character <laughs> i love what he says like ah he must have meant to say that i'm as strong as the demon lord <laughs>
1: So Marilyn takes a look at him and is like, ah, I see. You're connected to Purgatory. So you can literally see Purgatory basically within Hawk's eyes. And maybe yeah, this hell is... Thing. Yeah. I guess it's maybe meant to play into that whole, like, Hawk sacrificing himself back in the Hendrix and stuff. Maybe that's when this happened. Or maybe he's always been fucking...
0: Well, he's like the reincarnation of some other, like, companion that Meliodas had before. Like, in a previous life of his, he oh, had a different okay. companion. So maybe this is, like the Demon Lord's constant way of keeping track of what Meliodas is up to?
1: I guess so. Yeah. Um, so they say, like, yeah, uh, you know, in this way, Hawk is a gateway, a portal connecting this world in purgatory. So it's like, so if we go through Hawk, we can get to purgatory. Done and done. And everyone's like, eh, about that.
0: You're, you're, <laughs> uh, you'd think that that would be that easy, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: So I know only one dude who went there and he was there for an hour and went batshit insane. She, she talks about how it's, uh, I believe her father. quite Explicitly. Yeah. Her father went yeah. in there, uh, decided to go in there. And when he came back after only a minute, he was a wreck of his former self. And we see an image of him when he came out and he's, he's haggard. Really? He's, he's hair's falling out. It's all gray. Somehow his staff, I guess, melted as well. <laughs> Uh, a lot of bad stuff happened. And I guess uh he had delirious ramblings until he died about all of his time in purgatory, how it's both hot and cold at the same time while the earth itself is poisoned.
0: Child Merlin looks way too bored and unconcerned with her father's mental health as this is happening.
2: That cool. She's, that. she's had to deal with a lot of shit. Maybe, Maybe he's been ranting about this for like,
0: Oh my god! Yeah. Dad, we get it. Yes, this, this, the air was full of acid, yeah. and it was hot and cold at the same time. Yeah, we get
3: the, it. The eternal hey, burning,
1: we- et etc. Cetera, et cetera. I get. Are we having lunch today or what?
2: <laughs> just be happy he doesn't have baby memories.
1: <laughs> Nick, as the as the son of somebody who has mental problems, I can tell you eventually you get to the point like, yes, yes, mom, you're gonna die today. All right, <laughs> are you gonna finish <laughs> washing the dishes, or I had to wash this mug out myself? <laughs> Uh but yeah, purgatory
2: is not a cool place. It's no bueno. Uh, <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> that's that's on their sign. Welcome to purgatory, no bueno. No, es
3: bueno. <laughs> no it's bueno.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a tough place. And the captain's emotions could be anywhere in there, so it's simply just not <laughs> possible. Like no one would be able to survive that. We'd be annihilated. And Bond's like, I'll go. And uh you know, Bond's like, yeah. I know you're immortal. It's not as simple and clean as that though. You know, if you're gonna go, you'll just end up fucked. But like, simple you, your soul and clean can still be fucked. is the way up. to go, Chris. <laughs> Does that mean I have to meet your father? Please, oh, please, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go. Bond's, you know, they're all trying to talk Bun out of it, but he's like, no, I, that that may be, but this is, uh, you know, this is what we're going to do. Please let me do this because I want to save my best friend. And if I can't oh. do that, then how am I supposed to protect the girl I love?
3: Oh! Oh! You know,
1: I promise I'll come back, and he says this to King. Until then, take care of Elaine for me. And, uh... You know, Merlin's like, alright, I mean, you're an idiot. There's no guarantees, but let's just do this. So she she's, fucking...
0: just, she's just like, okay, does anyone want to say anything to try and stop him? No? Okay, bye.
1: <laughs> she's like, anyone last word? Alright, fuck it. I, don't mean, I, got, I got stuff to do today.
0: <laughs> okay. I gotta go think about how much I didn't like my dad on his death
3: <laughs> <laughs> What? A dick. How little
0: sympathy I have for <laughs> him. So she casts a
1: spell, and Bond says, uh, "You know, don't you worry?" As he he kind of pats Hawk on the back, and then gets sucked into Purgatory. And the next thing Bond experiences is himself falling, as though like kind of the ground gave way beneath him, and he sees that he's in Purgatory. And he announces, "Just you wait, Captain."
0: As we close off the chapter. Interesting. Chapter. Um, I've, I like that even though this is a very much a transitional, uh, thing that there was still some cool stuff going on. It was not a very action heavy chapter. In fact, there was basically no action unless you want to count Hawk angrily flying and then getting his <laughs> face grabbed. But, uh, yeah, um, interesting way of going about this, and also a pretty cool, like, solution, hopefully, to their problems if this works out.
2: Yeah. I, I
1: like this. This is a very, like, I think important chapter, two for um, for Bond. You know, we haven't had, like, too many great Bond moments recently. He's kind of been a little bit... We just
0: dumbest. talking about that, that he barely got really to do anything uh, in the last bit, where all the other sins were getting to do a lot of shit. He was just kind of like, my girlfriend's dying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But, uh, you know, he gets this moment here, and it's a very sweet sentiment of him being like, you know, I got to do this for my friend. You know, it's it's for my best friend. And, you know, if I can't do this, then how am I going to protect the girl I love, too? It's a very, like, emotionally earnest moment, and it's it's very sweet. Like, it makes me immediately kind of root for him. And I think it'll be a a cool little thing here to show off Bond and give him a little character focus as he's, you know, going out and doing something pretty crazy.
0: So I really like it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's a good chapter.
0: Alright. Um Black Clover.
3: Black Clover
0: (laughs) Page one hundred and thirty-three formation of the Royal Knights with the pretty badass kind of comic book style almost uh, color page.
2: Good! Also, check out the character page for this chapter, guys. There's no you know.
0: There's no you know. What the fuck? No! The real secondary protagonist has
3: arrived.
1: (laughs) Boom! I don't know if I'm okay with that. I like
0: both. I (laughs) want to say I actually really dig both of the color pages that uh, uh, Black Clover got. Uh, The one that was the cover of Jump and the uh, one that starts off the chapter. They're both really cool.
2: Yeah. I I mean, even if you don't like... Black Clover, I think it's. And
0: a lot of people don't now that the <laughs> anime has been received.
2: Oh, man. I'm just that's...
0: saying, that anime did not get received. Oh, wow, I feel so terrible.
2: Really? I, I've actually seen a lot of good things about it. There's
0: so many people talking shit about it.
1: Nick's like, I went to the uh, Black Clover sucks subreddit, nobody liked it over there. <laughs>
0: Um, I, although I will say that there was one guy, uh, Gigguk on YouTube who like, you know, brought up like how poorly received it is because, mostly because like of Asta's yelling on the pacing. But, so, um, I mean, if you don't like Asta's yelling, then that's going to be hard to get over.
2: Um, uh, but, but he yeah, I mean, said like,
0: that he also checked out the manga and he does actually really like the manga.
2: Yes. Yeah. Like y- you know, everybody has their opinions. A lot of people don't like Black Clover, the the manga, but, like, if you can't appreciate the skill Tabata Sensei has with these color pages, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus, this is, oh, it's such a good color page. And it's all traditional art. Oh, it's so good, guys
0: yeah you can see like the the you know kind of sketch especially on parts of uh Yami's arm you can tell that it is hand drawn
2: yeah, oh, it's so good uh uh and Mario leona, the best girl is in it oh.
0: I mean you say that
2: um. <laughs> but yeah it's it's a it's a fantastic both both color pages like you said they're very good. I, I could do without you, you know, I'm mad at you, you know you can go away,
0: you know the default face in the most recent fight. <laughs> yeah. well, we're not gonna to cheer for real, so
1: <laughs> I guess let's go, Ziegler
0: <laughs> who the fuck would I even cheer Ziegler on against at this point? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Hitler, maybe, I guess. <laughs>
1: A guy who just punched my mother, maybe? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Um We get a little bit at the very end of the tournament, at the end of the last match of the tournament, because you can still see Yuno with his one winged angel form glowing in the uh in the first panel. And uh fig has decided to leave. Uh but uh the Wizard King Apparently has noticed this and follows him out and says, hey, you know, uh I wanted to actually thank you for pointing out that the issues that everyone had who didn't win, because, you know, those who are striving to be better are going to take those words to heart and grow stronger, even if you weren't, you know, really nice to them.
1: I like that he was essentially like, you know, I know you came into this contest by assaulting a member of our army, <laughs> incapacitating him stealing his identity, infiltrating this very honored contest of ours, and then you finished it up by roasting everybody in the contest because you lost. <laughs> but <laughs> good on you, mate! <laughs> You're a gentleman <laughs> and a scholar.
2: Thanks for all that. I just, I, I want to think that Julius sees this and he's like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't Encourage him. Oh, that guy, real Zerx was a douchebag, though.
3: <laughs> oh, I hate that guy but, so but much. he
2: really did come in, and this is a sacred tournament. He's like, no, it's not a sacred tournament. The king just wanted this because he need he needed somebody to stroke his ego. Oh, and also but the he really
0: Team competition.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, still, he really should have. No, but he he's got real interesting magic. He's cool. He's cool.
0: That's honestly, he probably spent like half of a second on all those other points and they was just like, his magic's really interesting though, so.
2: <laughs> He's okay.
3: Uh,
0: and uh, he says to Zerx, hey, you know, we could really use your trap magic. I'm pretty sure that you've passed this for a nice exam, considering that I'm one of the judges. Uh, so, and if you do, we could really use your help. And Zerx is just like, whatever. I'm sure you already know that I'm not the real Zerx. Anyway, but later, loser, and he throws off the cloak and uh, the Wizard King says, hey, you know, you're a magic knight in your own right. That's not a problem. Ideale. And of course, it makes sense that he freaking knows who this kid is. He used the exact same magic and has the exact same hair that his dad does. And his dad mentioned him in that flashback. But I do really like the way that this scene plays out. Because he says, hey, you know, there was a magic knight who was a lot like you. And he was a peasant, but he was a model magic knight. And we came up with the star system so that people like him would be acknowledged. It looks as though you've had to work hard because those of us in high places are weak-minded. But it isn't about time that you put on the robe from your own brigade.
2: Yeah. You
0: get one more flashback from Zora's perspective of being in front of... I mean, it's obviously Yami.
2: (laughs) No, it's real, guys. It's real.
0: Oh yeah, real guy, really jacked for about a month.
2: (laughs) It's just, it's one of those disguises. So if, if, if it panned up and around, you'd see like kind of a, a dopey face like, you know, like, uh, when he was first.
0: Nobody aside from Yami though would say, if you don't want it, just (laughs) toss it.
1: It's a rail with his head stuck in a honeypot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we <you> go! <laughs> Thro-
1: throws it at a cactus. <laughs>
0: So Zora says, who the hell is Ideale? I'm just a guy passing through who couldn't become a super mage and he just walks off he's like, yeah, make making my badass. Don't give a shit exit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit, I was supposed to go the other way. All right. Well, I'll just walk the other way around the entire planet yeah, that I,
0: way. <laughs>
2: yes, I I'm going the long way around. Oh, shit.
0: I really do like that the wizard king remembers Zora's father. Um, I like that it, I mean, I think that it shows the kind of person that he is, that he, you know, acknowledges people based on imagine no matter where they, no matter where they come from. And uh, that he has, you know, a nice thing to say about his father in this moment.
1: Yeah. See, I actually really dislike this uh, because this insinuates that the Wizard King knew who his father was. And did nothing to address that the orphan child that was left behind by his death or the fact that members of the purple orcas were complicit in his death seemingly did not get any public punishment for it or anything like that. No justice was given for his father. Like it, it seems like it's here. I, 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 I know your father. I'm connecting to you emotionally, but not actually having to deal with the ramifications of if he knows who his father is and the situation around that that he didn't actually do important things
0: as a result.
2: So so he might not have been the wizard king at the time.
0: He wasn't. We know
2: yeah. that and so,
0: he was an up and comer in the ranks.
2: Yeah, the so so he might not have had the power or ability and I mean a big theme of this of the series right now is nobles are assholes and there's not a lot you could do about it in most situations. Um, but yeah, it is kind of like, Julius, please tell me you're like, didn't that guy have a son or something? Maybe I should, you know, make sure he's not starving or on the streets or something. He's but.
1: like, I remember your father. He was a great man. Perfect character. Always willing to go out to help people. I think he had a kid or something. Didn't really listen to that part. He was so good (laughs) at... He was uh, doing
2: magic. I was just, wow, it was really interesting. He said something about family. I Anyway, his magic.
1: The best (laughs) Rummy player you'll ever meet. I I don't know if he ever had a family. I presume not. I mean, I didn't go to his funeral, and I don't think anyone (laughs) else did.
2: I don't have a kid, so he probably doesn't have one, right? It works like (laughs) that, right?
0: Playing devil's advocate for a bit... I think that given the way that the country is um, in terms of, you know, the little people falling through the cracks and stuff, that it's perfectly in keeping for that to happen with Zora. Even if the Wizard King knew about it, I don't think that he's in the position to do anything about it or typically deals with that kind of stuff.
1: It's just the notion that he brings it up without addressing any of it. Like, I understand even if he was powerless, just the idea of being like, I know your father was a great man, and I'm sorry I couldn't do more for you in that time. Or just the notion of, like, yeah. I under- I'm i not just using your father's death as a way to connect to you emotionally without having to deal with the fact that... Because he's actually
0: the villain, Chris.
3: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone in this series who is at Yami is a
0: jerk. Well, to address that point, if- <laughs> so we get a little bit of a time skip to a few days later. Co, I don't like the way that a lot of these characters are acting in acting in this scene. Asta has gone from being really upset that he couldn't face Uno's ultimate technique to just kind of staring blankly as if he is still in shock after several days and to he's so dazed and vacant that he's drooling.
1: Yeah, he fucking... Yeah. he's brain dead now. <laughs>
0: I yep. guess it's supposed to be funny. I guess. But I don't know, I just came off of that last chapter where it's just like, oh, wow, genuine negative emotion from Asta, where he's actually upset by something and can't do anything about it. Yeah, to, he was
3: upset, wow, so that...
0: You know Shuri's powerful.
2: It, it short-circuited his brain. Did they... I love the boy, but... He doesn't have a whole lot there. It's going to take a while <laughs> for it to, to restart, okay? you got to give him, like, a week. Did
0: people move
2: him there or, like?
0: Asa? <laughs> Asa? Right. you're fine now. You can go home. Asa? All right, Asa, I'm going to
1: leave you in front of pilot. this toilet and you do your business. <laughs> I'm going to come back in, I don't know, like a day? Hopefully you've done something by then. Eat or not, whatever, I don't know. <laughs> there's there's a sandwich over there and a toilet right there. You do you <laughs> comes in. Well, uh, this sandwich smells of urine, I don't wanna know what happened in here. <laughs> uh,
0: Vanessa is drunk, which is the worst version of Vanessa. Um she is a par I don't think that she named uh her threat of fake cat prior to this.
2: No, this is I think the first time we've seen
0: it's uh named Rouge. Appropriate. Um, Magna is, like, nerv- nervously projecting false confidence about his chance of fasting. Them. It's like, okay, that's fine. Lux being a weirdo. Okay. Noelle's being a Cinderella bitch. Okay. I actually do like Charmy's whole thing because <laughs> she's, like, so smitten with you. Know, she's like, my chest feels tight and I can barely eat. And everyone's like, wait, what? And then she's like, it, it pulls back and she's digging into, like, Four sandwiches. He's like, "Yeah, it's only a fifth of what I usually." eat. <laughs> Noel gives a little bit of a catch-up narration, saying, "Like, yeah, it turns out that the guy who was on Asta's team wasn't the real Zuri, so we found the real one knocked out in an alley somewhere. Uh, he had he it's sm- he smelled like pee for some reason." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Funeral's alive, but he's comatose. Makes sense. He had parts of his body not there for a while. Uh And Langris has been taken away. They said something about questioning him. Good. Um, and, of course, they recognize, oh, yeah, he's kind of demonstrated that same type of power that we saw before with the third eye thing. But her thoughts get interrupted by a loud shout. uh, And Magna goes in front of him and is like, hey, shut up. This is Black Bull's place. Get the fuck out of here. The wall explodes.
2: I I want to I want to jump in here. I love that it's the hideout of the black bulls. Not hey, this is you know where the black bulls are stationed or whatever. It's the hideout, like their themes or something. I really like that.
0: This is our den. <laughs> like there's some sort of gang, like an underground <laughs> yakuza group, instead of you know. Magical knights who defend the kingdom. <laughs>
1: I mean, when <laughs> and you have government
0: pointed to their jobs, when
1: you have Magna answering the door, you really fit into that fucking Yakuza <laughs> vibe.
0: It's like, hey, what you doing over here, knocking on our doors and everything like that? Oh, I'm going into like a rap there for a second.
1: <laughs> I beat bucks now. It's <laughs> my deal.
0: So, for whatever reason. Uh, it's, uh, by the way, it's, uh, Mario Leona. Yay! Uh, she, she is looking for Yami and for whatever reason decides to ask the vacant, expressionless, shocked kid directions instead of literally anyone else there. And when he doesn't answer her right away, she punches him in the face.
2: Maybe she was looking for a reason to punch him in the face.
0: Because she's a violent person and is kind of mean and bad.
3: He's the best. <laughs> I love her. Like. <laughs> oh, she's so perfect. Such a jerk. <laughs> oh. So. Was-
0: um. Asta calls her Lady Siska Leon. You know, because Flago Leon's sister. And she's like, it's Mario Leona. Do you want to die, you thundering moron? <laughs> if you're going to be a jerk now, at least be funny about it. Because Yami comes around from t- taking a shit. Because that's really <laughs> his deal lately. Not being allowed to take a shit in private. And he spots... Uh, Maria Leona, and is immediately like, "We're being invaded by a ferocious beast! Everyone, evacuate!" <laughs> it's like one look at her and just decides to be such a dictator. <laughs> and then there's a weird moment where she's like, "Here, take this," and just delivered some sort of weird burning liquor for him to have. And it's a, and she says, "It's a thank you for visiting Fuego León in the hospital."
2: I I love that she... So she has these, like, fire lion paws that she uses all the time, and she, like, just shoves them in the face in one panel and then delicately puts down the alcohol. Tink! (laughs) In the next panel with the little fire claws. She's so perfect. I have such a crush on her.
3: So, um...
0: She then picks up Luck and Noelle and... (laughs) To, with her lion paw things and starts to haul them off. I like the two, three reactions that we get. Where Asta is like, "Where are you taking us? To hell? Are we going to hell?" <laughs> Which, given where they, she's been, t- <laughs> where she's taken them before, that's understandable. <laughs> and I was just like, "Ah!" And looks like, "Ha ha ha!" This is. <laughs> <laughs> So Magma, Magna taunts them all, He's like, ah ha ha, you're all in trouble. And she's like, yeah, I'm taking them because they passed over on that selection exam. Like, ah! I, <laughs> I, I
2: really like, like, Luck. like Luck's expression on the next panel because Luck and Magna are rivals. Yeah. So that... Luck gets ahead here. And I, like, I think Luck's really excited, but at the same time, like, his rival and pretty much best friend. Slash. The, yeah, he got passed over. So it's, I, I really like that. I mean, it's a it's a real simple panel, but it's it, I think it's it's a neat addition to have in there.
0: And uh yeah, although I do wonder if Luck actually realizes in that moment if that Magna hasn't passed. I I guess that he does because she says they as opposed to you. Mm. So um, so Cisco Leon. Uh, it's like, and there is one other qualifier from the Black Bulls. And it's like, me? But they don't seem to be here. Me? It's not you.
2: No, it's not you.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know why, I, I, it's like sort of this weird moment where she's like, there's one other qualifier. I won't mention them by name, but they're not here. And like, as a reader, you're like, so it's Zerks, right? Like, yeah. unless you're giving it to Finroll, who's fucking crippled <coughs> up in a hospital right now. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it could literally be no one else.
0: Said, it might have been the implication fake out, <laughs> you know, because Finral is not present and he's the only other person, the Black Balls who participated in the thing. Yeah. Or yeah. she could have just, like, it's Charmy.
2: <laughs> <So, laughs> they were impressed
0: that one time she summoned her ram thing.
2: I <laughs> really, really like that. That was super cool.
0: Also, look <laughs> at her. She's so adorable.
2: The king, the king likes royalty, and fluffy things.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a sheep magic.
0: <laughs> all the various people who passed the Royal Exam are gathered together. We don't get a like proper group shot. We get like shots of some of the people who pass, but never a good look at all of them. Um, so I think that. There are some people that are going to be revealed next chapter uh, who we don't see here because we see like, you know, Ann and Polly, uh, everyone from who was, you know, on UNO's team from the Golden Dawn. And we know the Black Bulls. Um, but we also see like some other figures there, like one or two more um, that we don't get like a good shot of. So I think that there are more reveals to be had yet. Um. Anyway, so Mary Olyana declares that she has been appointed captain of the Royal Knights. Yes. Um. And uh, all the people there are the other members of the Royal Knights, except for one person who isn't here. Is he disrespecting me? And from above, ah, oh, shadowy figure. I'm sorry, I'm late. And Olyana is like, "Fuck you, Fireball." <laughs>
2: Like, you could've killed that guy! <laughs> hey, he was disrespecting her! The post is death!
0: Wait, Xerx <laughs> <laughs> reflects it, um, and Mary Leon is like, ah, bats it away. It's like, ah, so you yeah. are disrespecting me. It's like, you attacked him. You're not a nice person. <laughs> Also, that shot of you is
1: too pointy. Is I don't know why everything is very pointy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Zerx is there. And Asa's like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, and, uh, of course, Zora says, it ain't Zerx. It's Zora. And he thinks to himself, fine, I'll work toward it. Starting now, not a super mage, a true magic knight. He's wearing the mantle of the Black Bulls.
3: Yeah.
0: LA of the Black Bulls. Lousy bit junior member.
1: I love that it's not just like he shows up, but he shows up and being like, Moron! It ain't <laughs> Zerks! Like he, he's still just a crusty fucking <laughs> abrasive asshole.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hasn't, okay, so now he's part of the team, however, nah, he's still a jerk. Oh, it's, I, I'm kind of amused because when I worked on this chapter, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah!" I, I was so excited. I was actually going into the office the day we got the files and Alexi was like, you have to come to my desk first thing. And I was like, oh, I'm in so much trouble. And he reads the entire chapter to me. And we're like, oh my god, this is such a good chapter. This is so good. But I was just like, you know, most people I've talked to have been like, Sora better join the Black Bulls. I'm like, no, now that he's joining the Black Bulls, I am so certain people are going to be like, it's so dumb. Of course he's joining the Black Bulls. This is a terrible, this is terrible writing. This is a terrible thing. And I was going to write on a piece of paper on Monday, people will be mad that is joining the Black Bulls for, and then list like five reasons. And I've seen every single reason that I was going to list.
0: Nick is preparing himself. Okay. <laughs> I'm in two minds about this. <laughs> For one thing, I am actually happy in general that Zora's joined the Black Bulls because it means we get more Zora, and he's awesome. And it's a perfect fit for him. He's an outcast. He's abrasive. He will fit in perfectly with all the misfits. And we get to see him insult Astamore, which is great.
2: (laughs) I knew you'd like that part.
0: I do wish that it just hadn't happened quite this way. And I know that that's not typically the way the black. The, it's not quite typically the way the Black Clover does things of like saving stuff for like a bigger moment down the road. It's just kind of like, no, we're just gonna like give it to you now and just keep everything moving. It's just one of those things where it's like, I like him so much that I wish that there had been a little bit more of a tease and build up to a bigger moment for him. Just yeah. because it's like he's so cool, I want everything for him to be perfect.
2: I, I hear that. I d- I don't know. I mean, I see where you're getting at. I don't know how else they could have really introduced him because it was really obvious he was going to join the Black Bulls.
0: I think the only thing that they really probably could have done is like, okay, we're going to take some time to, you know, decide on who's going to be in the Royal Knights. And instead of just having a few days later... You get like a short arc in between that'll last like two months. And then when they do the run ice thing, then he shows up and, but you've had a little bit of time to anticipate it. Yeah. But I'm happy because yeah, Zora's a main Zora. character now. Sweet.
2: Yeah. I, I, I love this chapter. Uh, my one complaint is that, uh, there's not enough funeral because my other two favorite characters, Mario Leona and Zora are in it. But not enough, roll. Get better,
3: Finroll. Please.
1: Next but, uh, chapter, the
3: death of roll. No! <laughs> oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I, I love I,
3: Zora,
0: I, and I feel as though I might act, I would actually like take a crack at cosplaying him if I had more confidence in bearing that much midriff.
2: Oh, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, if, if he had, to do, if he even had, even though, he's not even response.
0: like super fit, he's just like weirdly scrawny. Yeah,
2: he's really. I've got too much gut now. (laughs) If he actually had a shirt on, I would totally cosplay him. God, he's so cool. I love these characters. I love this series. You have
1: anything to add, Chris? Uh, I have just the thought that Zora, or yeah, Zora is super awesome, and I am super glad he's in the Black Bulls because he's probably the best part about Black Clover right now.
2: (laughs) I I also want to say I am highly amused uh Zora's last name ideal. is Ideal. Yeah, it's Ideal with an E. <laughs> I just I find that stupidly funny that his last name is basically Ideal.
0: Hmm. Because yeah. he's not the Ideal. He's a weirdo. I,
2: I guess not. I don't but know. he holds
1: on to Ideals. He, he has he a very feel- virtuous Ideal of the world.
2: He does hold on to uh, Ideals. So...
0: Like his
1: dad? it <laughs> King shows up. Wait, he had
3: a dad? <laughs>
2: Wait, a Wait the guy died? <laughs> no wonder I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, that's crazy.
0: I thought he was just off somewhere else doing awesome magic.
2: <laughs> Julius is like, like a, a toddler or a cat or something, you know? Like, oh, look at this awesome magic, and then like. His dad's getting, like, assaulted or something. He's like, oh, look at this other awesome magic. He, like, wanders across the field. Like, oh, oh, butterflies. Whee! The world is so full of wonder. (laughs) Let's
0: uh, finish up. We're going to have to make this kind of fast with One Piece Chapter 885. I am Brule. Still fighting between Luffy and Katakuri, which gets interrupted this chapter. Um, Luffy is continuing to struggle against Katakuri's power mochi since he could just, you know, summon freaking arms from his donut loop things. Uh, and Luffy basically runs down on the time limit for his gear four. So he's going to run away cause he's not going to be able to use any hockey and he's going to get his shit kicked in without that. Uh, meanwhile, he hasn't really made any, he wasn't able to make any progress because Katakuri had calmed down. He was able to use his foresight with, uh, his uh observation hockey so that Luffy couldn't land another blow. Luffy runs away. Uh Makayakuri pursues him by turning into Mochi and skidding along the ground. And uh so Luffy's like shit, shit, shit. And then he just happens to spot Brulee hang out. And he makes a wonderful face, because he's so happy to see her. <laughs> and uh he just immediately tackles her through the mirror that she's uh that she's cowering out, yeah, outside of and Katakuri just misses being able to grab after them and just shatters the mirror instead
2: whoopsies
0: um, so Luffy and Brulé land in a heap on the other side of the mirror and she's like thanks and he's like thanks Branch
1: like, I'm <laughs> I like Gross. that that moment was enough to like well I'll say the chapter after that <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, like it's a Brûlée folk-heavy chapter or something.
0: But it turns out that they have gone straight to Nuts Island, where Big Mom is rampaging, asking for, demanding wedding cake.
3: Wedding um, nut cake! Yum, 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 yum.
0: So, presumably, um, the reason why uh, Brûlée was cowering was because Mom had showed up on the other side, but we, of course, knew that she had been communicating with people uh on the island as well. So Perospero manages to uh <clears throat> uh spot Luffy and Brûle on the ground. He points Big Mom after them, and uh they there's a brief action scene uh he, where he you know Perospero tries to summon a, a wall of candy to stop them. Uh I don't know exactly what happens here. It's really hard to actually follow cuz Luffy uses his giant pistol to punch the wall of candy and then pulls his hand back it doesn't look as though he was actually able to break it
2: yeah he says no go we're going to get blocked in
0: yeah so Amanda one of the other one of Big Mom's other daughters slashes with her sword and Luffy somehow dodges it
2: oh so if you look at the next panel it looks like he's got his hand grabbing the top of the candy wall, so, so maybe he, he just, just pulled himself over and it.
0: lined himself up yeah. in the same motion' cutting into it,
2: yeah, it is confusing though a little bit
0: now, as a result of that, uh Luffy manages to get a little bit of uh a leg on the pursuers because they're blocked in by Prespero's candy wall. It just turns it into a wave of candy, though, and Big Mom starts riding after Luffy, and then we go away from there to the straw hats. And everyone's like, huh, sure it's quiet out here. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, the big mom pirates are just like, oh my God, what is happening? Because so much stuff has happened, you know, they've been betrayed, uh, you know, the, the by, by the fire tank pirates, the fishmen have vanished, uh, and the, all their freaking sea slugs are gone. Uh, so everyone's in turmoil at the moment. And then lastly we cut to Chocolate Town, to the sweets factory. One of the chefs has uh nearly ascended to nirvana from tes- tasting Sanji's whipped cream.
2: Uh his his clothes have not exploded off though, so no, no. It's not at that good.
0: No, it's not done yet. It's not part of the whole cake, so.
2: Yeah, you know. So it's good, but yeah, you know, it could it's be all better. All
0: together, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, they're just about done putting all the ingredients together. Chiffon has made a huge-ass chiffon cake. Pudding has made a silky-smooth chocolate crafted with a healthy dollop of Sanji Deer's cream. And one of the chefs observes that the chocolate is so smooth that it is sliding upwards out of the pot.
1: Holy fuck, I... That makes me want fucking chocolate so bad. Like, that just sounds so good when you're like, it's so fucking smooth, it's sliding out of the pot!
0: I mean, I guess you could say
1: <laughs> Nick. It'd be like this fucking brown sugar cinnamon pop tart's so brown sugar cinnamony, it's fucking bursting sweating. at the seams. Yeah, it's sliding out of the fucking packaging. It's popping
2: out of the toaster.
1: It's putting on a sexy little dress and <laughs> <I'm> flirting at <laughs> you.
3: You in the toaster.
0: <laughs> um, that's where the chapter ends. It's a very odd chapter. And even more strangely, it's a chapter that we're gonna have to just sit on for two weeks.
2: Oh, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> not a lot really happened in this chapter.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a fine chapter, but yeah, like nothing happened.
0: Luffy ran away. Uh he landed on Nuts Island, he got away from Kataguri, he's being chased there. by other people, and they're making the a cake. cake. Yeah. That's it. Um just kinda I guess a bit to catch your breath, which isn't exactly a big cliffhanger thing. I mean Sandy delivers this whole is like, my friends are in trouble, so we've gotta go knock out Big Mom, but it's like I you you're you're making a cake. You've been making a cake for the last month. So We
2: are gonna see the most insane food gasm. I don't know if I wanna see Big Mom having a food gasm. No, no, I don't. But uh, we're gonna I'm, see it! Get I'm ready! I'm stoked.
1: I I, I want uh, like we're about to, I think the reason I think it's off is like a a pre preemptive sort of huge chapter thing, and I'm, sure. I'm super stoked to see like what's going to happen. You know, The whole year of Sanji thing I think is finally going to have to like get its payoff here with Sanji being so confident. So I'm re- I'm really excited for where it's going to go.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's a good set. It, it's it's a kind of whatever chapter, but it's a good setup.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna do it for my recap. Let's name our favorites for this week, starting with favorite series.
2: Uh, for mine, it, it's Black Clover. It uh, and my nice. favorite, it was awesome. Way
1: to throw oh, away okay. your favorite chapter of the
2: week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I vote with my heart. Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. I. I, maybe I'd say the Giants are the best team in the NFL if you gave me a vote too. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that vote's going to count for anything at this point.
0: Uh, Black Clover was one of my favorites this week. Uh, I almost gave it to it, but I decided to go with Food Wars. Uh, I really liked the, just the sheer weirdness of the apple punch, uh, but also the, you know, cool character moments and the connection that Megami and Shinomiya uh, formed in their time together.
1: You guys are insane. Black Clover didn't even register on my <laughs> list of yeah. favorites this week. Uh, I give I it to- see, He
0: does think that the Wizard King is a bad Wizard King. <laughs> I think a lot of things about the
1: Wizard King. I'm like, <laughs> he's too sexy. I, I need to tell someone. Oh uh, man,
0: give... that six-pointed star thing on his forehead. <laughs>
1: Ooh la la. Now I'm I giving it to-, to send you a
2: to... sexy picture, a sexy poster of, of him to put on your wall now.
0: Oh,
1: thank god. This wall's really <laughs> need, like, some zazzing up. Uh, no, I'm giving it to, um, to Doctor Stone, I think this was a really fun, exciting chapter. Doctor Stone, I like that end with uh, with Kinro. Um, I'll be honest; it was harder to pick a f- chapter of the week, or is, there was less option for chapter week than there is for MVP. I feel like there's three really good options for MVP
0: this
2: yeah. week. Uh, uh, MVP for me is uh Megumi because oh, that apple punch! Oh, I'm I'm so excited to see her,
0: and she looked so happy to break that guy's jaw.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I. I mean, I I love you, Zora. I love you even more. Mario, Leona, you guys are great, but Megumi was just so good. So she definitely easily wins it for me.
0: And I have gone with Kinro from Dr. Stone. I had a really awesome, badass moment and I liked that. I I just like the way it all finishes off where he's like, you know, I just needed, you know, to overcome these eyes of mine to show that I over, uh, that I surpassed you. So.
1: Uh, I'm gonna give it to Megumi, but it was a really close, like, kind of decision between Kinro, Megami, and Bon. I think all of them had really great chapters, but...
2: Bon had uh, a really good chapter. I,
1: I've been wanting Megami to have a really cool moment, and her fucking dress as a boxer with apple boxing gloves punching a judge out <laughs> is just such an amazing image, it has to be her.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, everybody, that is going to do it for Weekly Manga Recap this week. We want to thank you guys for joining us here on Hitbox. It's not Hitbox anymore. God, smashcast.tv slash and twitch.tv slash where we record the show normally on Wednesdays at about 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we do need to change plans, though, so to stay updated on stuff, you can follow us on social media. The official podcast account is at Podcast, and your hosts are at of Time and at RoloT, and our guest, Annalise can be found at at Kaito Ace. That's K-A-I-T-O-U underscore Ace. If you want to check out past episodes of Weekly Manga Recap, get some more manga recap goodness. You can go to weeklymangarecap.podbean.com for all of our past episodes, as well as subscribe to us on iTunes and our YouTube channel. If you check us out on iTunes, be sure to leave a comment and rating and review. So that we can freaking defeat those goddamn woodworking assholes in the hobby section, <laughs> they're getting too big for their hand carved britches.
2: <laughs> it's uncomfortable,
0: yeah, but they're proud of them, so they wear them all everywhere.
2: <laughs> Won't stop be sure to send
0: hand carved
1: britches. jeez, <laughs>
0: <laughs> be sure to send feedback, ask questions, and send uh suggestions for future manga for us to review to our email weekly recap at is the best way to do that stuff. So we can keep track of everything. Special thanks. Go out to our Patreon supporters. Your support allows to create all sorts of bonus content for you guys to enjoy. We recently did the latest digi commentary. Uh, which can be found for free on our Patreon. You do not need to necessarily be a supporter in order to get it. You can sync it up with your Digimon episode and listen to us talk about it and how fucking weird Digimon actually is. There are some (laughs) weird goddamn things that happened in the latest couple of chapters, uh, episodes of that show.
1: Yeah, it was a real eye-opening experience to go through some of those episodes again.
0: (laughs) Just like... (laughs) The There's a fucking impersonation. There's a walking shows. dinosaur egg that talks like Boris karlov okay?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about
0: that. Uh, also, special thanks, of course, to the guys who will make our podcast what well, it is. Steve Manor Talk so Arts. You can check out his work on his own Patreon, patreon.com slash steveman, as well as he's got a DeviantArt, DeviantArt, uh, newtronicfanboy.devionart.com. Uh, you can check out the, the tile cards that he has done for Wikimonka Recap for free, but be forewarned that he does do a lot of not safe for work stuff. And uh, thank you as well to Infamous Planet. That's it. That's Wikimonka Recap. Hopefully we will have JoJo soon. I need to really crack down on fucking reading it though.
1: Don't worry, Nick. I'll just send my JoJo vibes over to you and you can enjoy them off that. I guess. Uh, by the way, my, my Jojo verbs are actually, uh, a venereal disease. So, no. a, couple, a couple other bad things might come along with it, but hey, you get all the knowledge of what happens in part four. <laughs> so, yeah, you take the good with the bad.
2: Ugh. Ugh. You're welcome. Can, can I, can I pimp two things? Yes. Go ahead. Alright, so, uh, people may have seen this in the World Trigger Reddit or on my Twitter. Uh, don't get excited. World Trigger's not coming back yet. But, uh, we're putting together another, uh, uh, care package for Oshihara-sensei. Uh, go to my Twitter. Again, that's, uh, kaito underscore ace. Uh, and there's all the information. It's also, like I said, on the world trigger, uh, reddit. You know, send me your, your fan art, your, your fan letters, anything you want. Please keep it work safe and no food items. Uh, maybe packaged items, but no, personally made food items. So uh, I, I need those by, I think, December 10th. So, yeah, if you want to show Oshihara your love, like we've been doing, this is the third one, um, please do. Uh, the other thing is uh, I'm going to be running a small uh, Astro Lost in Space contest in the next couple weeks. Uh, I have a tiny little Aries little, like, acrylic standee. That's one of the prizes. Um, and hopefully there will be some other things. I have to talk to somebody about it, but there will be prizes. And all you have to do to enter will be show me a picture of your copy of *Astronaut in Space*. The physical version comes out on December fifth, I believe. The digital version's out right now. Um, I accept any legit copy. If it's the Japanese version, that's fine. Just take a picture, send it to me. Details will be coming later. Just please support Astra. It's it's coming out. And yeah, that's all. Thanks you guys. Alright.
1: Alright.
0: Well, let's And uh think that's gonna do it then.
1: Yeah, let's head out here. No time for a wacky joke. Thank you again to Annalise for coming on. And, Thanks for having uh, me, guys. We'll uh we'll be back here before you know it.
3: Black um, over forever! <laughs>
0: yeah uh but that we got we gotta like stop like inviting this spy into our ranks Here, Chris, <laughs> if...
1: that was terrifying.